0: Beth
1: what's wrong today dude
0: <sighs> I've got these like insane two days ahead of me mm-hmm. starting right now and I find myself focusing on the finish line you know what I mean like that's my target just to get just to make it across the finish line and I just bl- sort of blank out the process the stuff that's happening, that's going on you know Tonight it's a big MTV twentieth anniversary party. Right. Tomorrow, sound on radio at the Rock Hats. And yet because I've got so much going on in between it to make that happen with very little sleep. There's a show. I've got an interview on MSNBC today later on today. I've got all this stuff going on. Now I just find myself going, I can make it. I can make it to the you end. Get I can do it. make it to the end. Yeah, but but that's not good. You know, it sort of reflects on John Lennon's, it's kind of a a, a, a stretch, but John Lennon's line, life is what happens while you're making other plans, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're so busy focusing on certain targets in our, you know, significant moments in our lives that we sort of ignore all the time that's passing. In this case, I got some significant things happening, and I'm focusing on, man, it's going to be a bitch. I've got like a few hours sleep tonight, and then, you know, back to the show tomorrow, then... You know, maybe grab a nap, go to the game. Oh my, I can't wait till can't wait till my head hits the bed Thursday night. I'm already you know? Do you understand what I'm saying? I know, but
1: you do have they're fun things. Yeah, what do you have no, that's, to do have
0: Well that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't like the they are, they're good things. I I, I just but I find my mind starting to think of just making it through when they're you know, cool, fun things. I don't like that. That's I, why I said I don't feel. Like, I don't like feeling like this. Right.
1: I understand that uh, you feel anxious because you know you're not going to fit in any sleep. I get that too.
0: Yeah, and then there's of course you know, lunch with Spielberg today. Discuss <laughs> Strange Land too. Thinking of canceling because it's crazy. I, I don't know. I can't. I don't think I can deal with him right now. He's a handful. He's got all these big ideas. Oh, we're going to make this big, you know, huge film, hundred million dollar bo- budget. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> you don't need that guy. That. Can talk. You know, it's, it's all Hollywood. But anyway, I'm just, you know, and I, part of it, I know I can do it. You can do it. I know I can do it. I was, uh, I threw a baseball a few times yesterday. How'd it go? It went pretty good, you know? I mean, you know, counter off the 60 feet, 6 inches, felt a little <laughs> W-ish, you know, out there in the yard. And uh, and I wanted, you know, I'm, I'm throwing the ball. and I, I mean, considering I hadn't thrown in 30 years... Technically, I mean, I've had catches with my kids, but, you know, throwing a pitch in a non-sexual way, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've I, you know, wasn't too bad and tried not to go too crazy on it. But, Nick, you've been out there for the first pitch. I can imagine there's like a lot of pressure. Sure. A lot more pressure when there's, you know, 5,000 people staring at you.
2: Yeah, I know, and you just step on, like, a nicely manicured field and everything, and everything's perfect out there, and you're the... First one out there, and it's, everybody's looking at you and stuff. Yeah, and you got one throw. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm. What? It's not like you throw a bay way. Okay, let me just try that again.
1: <laughs> Even Roger Clemens look? gets three tries. Uh.
0: Yeah. Don't they, can you say like do over or anything like that? <laughs> you That's wing not. it out of the stadium. Let's right. just do that. <laughs> yeah. do big one, wanted just throw it completely into the parking lot.
3: This <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: not a bad idea, actually. I bet you people would be impressed. <laughs> That's insane.
1: Yeah, go for distance, not accuracy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, The verdict's still out. I'm still thinking about bringing in a ringer. You know, thinking maybe I could like get say I'm standing in for D. Snyder, Rob Dibble. You know, can can you bring a closer in for the opening pitch? (laughs) What's going on? Wait a minute, the radio's broken. <laughs> oh, it's Dark Side Dave's choice. Watch out, people. You're going to wake up hard this morning. It's uh, Metallica. I think Dave, bear with him, Beth, because Dave really needed this. He had a very rough day yesterday. We'll discuss later. But I'll take you three words for you, Beth DMV. Right. <laughs> okay, so need I say more? d of Radio. Wake the F up. It's Radio 104.
3: Awesome. <laughs> D-Siner
0: Radio. <laughs> Radio 104. Oh, my God. Whatever. Let's see, Nick's, Nick sent a message, puke sound effects, puke sound effects, puke sound effects, puke sound effects, puke sound effects toilet, toilet, toilet. <laughs> this song sucks my stinky, hello.
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm into heavy music, man, but that song just sucks. Hey, that
4: is old school, bro.
0: <laughs> That's Let's good keep stuff. it that way. Yeah. I'll uh, tell you what. That's easy listening compared to like Slipknot. <laughs>
1: yeah. I couldn't tell like, you. I didn't, I had my headphones completely turned down for the entire song, but I did hear Dark Side Dave's headphones oh. on rendition, which is always interesting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the reaction just pouring in. Look at, look at these instant messages lighting up. Uh, Psycho Dan says, Can I borrow your do rag to wipe my butt with? Or should I just use that song?
4: <laughs> yeah. Coming from the man that picks either STP or oasis i don't want to hear it <laughs> get some taste in music now.
0: <laughs> hey yeah, uh, you know i play amish incorporated on the hoh saturday nights at 11 by yeah, the way see Before. old school yeah, yeah that's the old school but uh old no it, 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 even though as i mean it's pretty speedy and everything like that it's still like way more melodic than a lot of the new stuff yeah
1: melodic
0: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah come on beth you saw slipknot
1: you did see slipknot I
0: mean, you saw it you saw what was going on up there did you get any sense of melody at any point during no, your set? No, I
1: didn't. I didn't.
0: I mean, that's that's the that's the future of uh, of metal, right there, right in your face. Oh my! No, turn God. in my
1: metalhead membership card then, if that's okay.
0: Did you own any Metallica records, Beth? No. You want to borrow some?
1: No, but I do like that one that has the uh, really cool intro. I do like that Ed- Metallica song. Enter Sandman. Yeah.
0: So the, black, the Black Album. See, many of the hardcore, I mean, yeah, that's when I started liking them really, too. Many of the hardcore, like Darkseid, feel that that was when they sold out. They left the fold. They sold out. Too mellow for you? Nah, it's, yeah, it's just weak. It sucks.
1: You know, I never understand fans who, they love a band, and as soon as everybody else likes them, they have no use for them anymore. You oh, don't want them totally. to do well?
0: yeah well here's the here's the question for you dark side all right when that album first came out before everybody jumped up jumped on the bandwagon didn't you like it the black album
4: um no i picked it up and i listened through it and there Come was a couple on. songs that i was into and everything like that but the thing is you're you're kind of like struck like oh it's the new metallic and you listen to it a couple times and then all of a sudden you're like jesus this, this sucks you, exactly really, you, how, yeah. were, you were
0: genuinely disappointed before everybody jumped on the bandwagon because that's what usually happens is you know, stuff something comes out of the box, everybody's like, Yeah, and then all of a sudden they see all these like, you know, other people who aren't true fans, and then they bail on the band.
4: No, I was like that with corn, but when it came to Metallica, no. I was I gave it a bunch of spins and I just couldn't get used to it. You know, there was like maybe two songs on there that I was into, and aside from that, it was just a big steaming pile of horse crap.
0: Well, Jay's on the phone. He thinks it was perfect wake-up music. And what do you know? He's from New Britain. <laughs> this is about eight years? <laughs> what <Well, laughs> <well, laughs> a well, surprise, Jay. You like that one, huh? Yeah,
5: that was awesome. See? I don't know what you guys are talking about, but, hey, Metallica is Metallica and Alternica's Me- Alternica. That's right. You know? Old-school Metallica
4: is total instrumental. It's awesome. Yep. Cliff hey, is a god. That's right.
0: Jay and Dorsey. Right get a room okay (laughs) both you guys both you guys get a room okay the two of you guys you can talk about this all (laughs) night long all right
1: uh i'd hate to be a fly on the wall for that discussion dude when burton was alive oh
4: That that was the good stuff circle jerk with a picture of
0: cliff <laughs> <laughs> is that wrong <laughs> is that wrong dark side <laughs> no nah, hey man. man i enjoyed it i like kicking okay. kick in the teeth that's right that was a kick in the teeth you know was, as uh as good old james is saying concert are you ready to have your teeth ripped out <laughs> that's what he used to say before you go rip into actually i believe it was i don't know which song it was but May have been that one. Are you ready to have your teeth ripped out? The crowd go wild. <laughs> like they say tooth ripped out. Yeah. Uh, hey, we um, we got a lot going on here, people. Just, if you were wondering, big show today, and uh, a lot of reaction to the old the old uh, red carpet discussion yesterday. You know, I mean, people. Uh, People are reacting and uh, they've got their opinions, and I've also got a verdict on that. So uh, maybe I'll just uh, share some of these with you. Why not? Right, Nick? Yeah, sure. Yeah, life's good. See, I always got to check everything when Nick is the man, when he's here, <laughs> sitting there smelling his fingers and holding his stomach. Um, let's see. Uh, Klepto Kyle uh, says. Uh, Subject, badass or goody-goody? D, you are currently debating on what entrance you will use for MTV's 20th anniversary party. D, you are one of the top 40 badasses of rock and roll. If you ask me, I think you and the band should go gorilla run in. and in. A-wompin' and a whooping everything within an inch of its life. As you exit your limo at the front gate, you help make MTV. Now it's time they let you back into the spotlight for at least one night. What does that mean, Klepto? Hmm. All right, point taken. Um... Letter here says, uh, D, I think you should walk down the red carpet with your beautiful wife. I don't think you should worry about what anyone else says. This is a great opportunity for Suzette to be in the spotlight with you. It will show her she is the most important person in your life, not excluding your children. This is from Third Rock's Better Half Die from Hard-Hitting New Britain. Well, there's no doubt about that. Suzette's not going nowhere. She's, I mean, not, not going nowhere. I mean, she's on the arm. But she does not like spotlight. Does not like. People want to take a picture of her with me. She, like, really shies away. The only interview, finally got her to do an interview with MTV or VH1 or whatever. Remember that show that never made the airwaves? MTV, yeah. MTV. And they never used the show. Uh, you know, she would never do an interview. She finally says, okay, I'll do an interview. I think it's, I think it's a little bit genetic. You know, she's got that mafia connection going on and her family it's unbelievable when the cameras come out i've had so many pictures of her her and her siblings and their parents with their faces covered <laughs> seriously you would not believe it's like instinctive turn a camera on them and they turn away and they put their hand over their face like they've just been arrested or something <laughs> i'm like guys you're not breaking the law no pictures <laughs> break his camera Vinny. um okay here's a letter that says d there's no way you can walk the red carpet alone while the rest of the band uses the every Tom, Dick, and Harry entrance. You are D Snider of Twisted Sister. You're going to this party to represent Twisted Sister. D Snider is not Twisted Sister. It doesn't matter if 364 days of the year you're D Snider. Tonight, that's tomorrow night, as you're saying, tonight you are Dee Snider of Twisted Sister. So if you don't enter the party as a unit, you might as well just stay home. Either push MTV to, to let you all arrive together via red carpet or walk in the back entrance with the rest of the guys. Signed, The Huntress. Ooh. Doc M, sounding off. About the red carpet, it is not your fault that MTV made those arrangements and you should not feel bad for something that you didn't do. I would walk down the red carpet with the other two members of Twisted who are planning to attend to let it be known that you are a team despite their mix-up. How upset could they, they at MTV get at something like that? I doubt they will even realize what you have done since there will only be two other members attending with you. It means if I show up with the other guys. Uh, is the oldest reaction, Beth? Really, yeah, uh, lots of people. Uh, well, I appreciate the input. Here's one says, D, it is imperative that you go to MTV's 20th anniversary. You are one of the great ones. Thank you. <laughs> Twisted was one of the groundbreaking bands for that channel, and for you not to show would be an insult to rock. So please uh, reconsider and attend the anniversary for MTV's sake, for rock's sake, for your sake, and for our sake, D. Starry from Shelton. I didn't realize how important this was. Um, Bud from Tolland. D, regarding the whole MTV red carpet thing, I say, F them. Guerrilla in with the whole freaking band. Don't even ask. Just throw some wigs like your hair used to be on, hmm. pull up in a limo and crash the gate. What are they going to do? <laughs> Just my opinion. And last is uh, Mark Thunders a d D. Can't wait to see you on MTV. I have two pair of shoulder pads, both extra large, if you need them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Mark hmm. Thunder. Um... Well, here's what happened, basically. Uh, before I even got a chance to put my foot down, this was, th- the problem was, they didn't have a problem with Twisted Sister guys walking the red carpet. They had a problem walking, them walking the red carpet without me. It was definitely a concern that nobody would know who they are without, m- without my presence. So that was rectified. And, You know, I said i have no no problem walking with the guys, you know, and uh, so and, and JJ and Eddie are the only one's going actually. Uh, Mark and AJ have other other things they got to deal with work, making a living, uh, taking care of the fam or whatever. Uh, so me and me and Jay and Eddie will arrive in a you know limo together with our prospective dates. Of course my date is my lovely wife I think they're bringing their buddies or something like that I just told them. I think your buddies should lay back otherwise people are gonna think they're t- they're the guys in Twisted Sister you know <laughs> so uh, and uh, we're gonna go down there you know so uh, so that was all worked out that was cool and everybody's very happy but tonight's gonna be interesting because they've been informed that the first thing happens when you get there is they've got the press gauntlet
1: Joan Rivers maybe
0: uh, who knows? I mean, you know, entertainment tonight's going to be there, whatever, and uh, and those things are interesting because, you know, sometimes you know they don't want to talk to everybody. Sometimes they're interested in you, and sometimes they could care less about you. So it's a uh, you got to have the ego the size of mine to survive that. <laughs> I mean, I remember in nineteen way back in nineteen eighty four, when they did the Grammy Awards, you come up, you go on the stage, you present the Grammy, and then they lead you off, and. There'd be just this one room filled with video cameras and and you know and regular cameras, and you'd walk in and for like two minutes it would just be a barrage of flashes. It was just maybe two three hundred people from all over the world in there, and you're just you know posing and doing your whole you know I'm doing the whole crazy the Snyder Twisted Sister thing, and the cameras are going off all over the place. Then they lead you to the next room. And now you're like, you're seeing spots in front of your eyes. You can't, there's so many flashes. And then you go to the next room and there's a couple hundred reporters there. And they bring you up to the podium. You step up and they sometimes they bombard you with questions. Sometimes, as in my case, they sat there in silence staring at me. (laughs) Not good for the ego, but uh, we survive. And you go, exactly. So I'm like, "Uh, anybody got a question? And this is the height. I mean, this is 1984, 85. I mean, you know, 3 million albums sold, top of the charts. I mean, you know, I'm like the freaking scourge of America at that point. This is before though the whole Washington thing. And, um, And nobody says a word. And finally, I said, I got a question. And I started interviewing myself. (laughs) Is that really your hair or is that a wig? And I started going back and forth. And for about five minutes, I did an interview with myself. And the next night entertainment tonight, they said, we're at the Grammy Awards. This is the interview. This is the interview of the night. And they played me doing an interview with myself on there. (laughs) So I paid off in the end. But, uh, you know, you just, you got to be spontaneous, kids. So tonight we'll just do the gauntlet. And hopefully they're going to get me on there in the first hour. Because it's like a three-hour event. But I told them, I said... Please, I'm begging you, get me on early so I can go home and get some sleep because I got to be out, get up at four in the morning to do the show, you know. So, so uh, that's so that's gonna be happening. So look tonight, and by the way, at four o'clock today, I'm supposed to be calling into MSNBC. Apparently, they're gonna have Bob Pittman and Martha Quinn. Ooh. Hmm. Suzette told me last night she says if that bitch disses me she's going down I "I told everybody (laughs) I told her she's going down I said you're gonna one punch her she said damn straight she's gonna be laying on the floor Martha Quinn's got a glass jaw that's what they are gonna find out that's gonna be the big news
1: that would be the move of the night right there if Suzette clocked her
0: (laughs) (laughs) standing over in her seven inch clear platform shoes ultra mini skirt looking good with her fist clenched. <laughs> the ice pick strikes. Hmm. In fact, the enforcer strikes, so, yeah, she's so funny, because I didn't even mention to her that we were talking about it, and then I said, yeah, I said all of old VJs, she goes, that bitch, this is me again, she is going down. <laughs> 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 right on, not the way she thinks she might be. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, 4 o'clock today, so I'm supposed to call in, you know. Everybody, this is a big deal, this 20th anniversary, 20th anniversary thing.
1: It is. they said it wouldn't last, D.
0: No kidding. No effing kidding. So, I'm going to be talking to them later. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, well, you know what? We're going to take a break. We'll come back. we got a recap from yesterday's program. It's entitled, hypothetically, if is my dad, he should be tucking me in at night. Not sure. Does this have anything to do with the recap? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually it does. A little bit. Why? Because it's part of Hypothetically from yesterday? Yeah. It's a new feature. We're doing at Dee Radio. You people uh, reacted very well to it. Uh, we asked you to send us hypothetical situations for us to address on the show. Like if Nick needed a kidney, blah, 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 would we give it up? Would we cough one up? Um, and it turns out in spite of Dave's did you leave that in the recap, by the way, that point?
4: Uh, I believe so, yeah.
0: Okay, then I won't say the answer. Okay, um, so uh, we, we did it yesterday, later on in the show, and it was fun. You guys sent a whole ton of hypothetical situations to us at CaptainHowdy at clearchannel.com, and like, we only got to address a couple of them, so this is definitely something we'll be doing every week for a while. All right, so stick around. The recap is coming up next. This is D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. We've got a problem. There. It needs to be cleaned out. Hey, D, what's up,
6: man? This is Mike with Good morning, sunshine. My peeps are here. D D DDD Snider. I'm in
5: your corner. I can see that.
6: Radio 104. Now back to D Snider Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104.
0: It's Ozfest 2001 week on D-Sider Radio, and all week long we're kind of, I don't know, dedicating the show to Ozfest, doing things that are Ozfest-ish, if you will. All week long we've been playing interviews that we recorded, uh, I guess it's a little over a week ago. We went down to the Tweeter Center in Camden, New Jersey, which is down by Philly and hung out all day long. And I figured, let's get up close and personal with OzFest and what better way than to just go and hang out. Put in a call to Sharon Osbourne. She's the boss of Ozzy, in case you didn't know. And uh, Mrs. OzFest, if you would. And uh, she said, yeah, sure, come on down, little friends. And today, later in the show, we play an interview with Lincoln Park, which Nick was so, you know, going over it, so impressed he called me yesterday just to say... Dee, I, I really like this interview. I think you really did a great job with these guys. It was nice to hear that from your producer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I,
0: I don't know. I you don't call it. me and say, like say that all gross. the time. Yeah, and yeah. I think no, you know, you good. know, I think that my my interviewing is my weakest thing because it's awkward for me, Beth. Because I've been interviewed my whole life. It's just odd to be on the other side, you know. Like if I've done. A hundred thousand, in, been interviewed a hundred thousand times, like today, and it's still being interviewed. It's just weird for me to be the one posing the questions.
1: I'm the opposite. I hate being interviewed. Really? Ugh, I hate it.
0: Uh, you gotta, you just gotta, you know, you, you gotta let the Beth go. You know, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> the Beth go. You gotta, you gotta think that, you know, you are the actual excrement. <laughs> then, I'll work it, on all, it. it all comes together, but it's okay because I thought that before I had even a modicum of fame in my room by myself, looking you know, <laughs> uh, you know, air guitaring to you know rock records and metal records. I was the excrement right then and there. All I needed was a stage and twenty five thousand people to <laughs> agree with me. Fortunately, it did come along eventually. Uh, so let me see. Yeah, so all week long, like, later on the show today, Saganzi Voss. Special OzFest edition. Psycho Dan while at OzFest took the time to ask some of his usual interesting questions to people hanging out at OzFest, to some of the celebrities at OzFest. So we have a special version coming up today, which is good. Got a quick D here from Diesel Doug, who was recently on vacation, was so excited to come back to hear about Nick clipping his toenails. <laughs> Says D, I, I think we covered Nick's toenail hygiene, but what about him smelling his fingers when he's through? What's that all about? Does he smell his hand after he th- drops a deuce? <laughs> yeah, do you? No, <laughs> I mean I check out the toilet
2: paper, but oh. it's, uh, well, you
0: know. got to see if you got it all, <laughs> right? It's understandable. Yeah, well, what do you don't mean, blue dark side? Like you don't?
2: i know everybody does it's just like after you blow your nose you kind of look in there so make sure everything's cool
0: okay well that's uh, that one we don't do
2: <laughs>
0: but you don't sniff the hand no okay that's good well you sniff the fingers you know i think Diesel old dogs are completely insane for thinking you might sniff your hand
1: i kind of like it's an insane th- topic of discussion
0: <laughs> 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 true true it is it is all right well we got a recap from yesterday's program it is entitled hypothetically. If D my dad, he should be tucking me in at night. Sit back. Hey, D. Yes, Nick. Yes. do traffic. Oh, oh okay. Because he's going to run over. All right. Okay, Psycho. Tell him how there's nothing going on out there in the roadway. <laughs> Actually, D, this traffic report
7: is brought to you by Call Before You Dig, Dig Safely, Connecticut. Call Before You Dig. One 4455 for more information, visit the Call Before You Dig website at www.cbyd.com. All right, it is early. However, on 84 West, the exit 57 off-ramp, only the left shoulder gets by there right now. We had a rollover over there. and uh, in them. <laughs> okay. In about 15 minutes. That's going to be closed. However, they I will ever. reopen it in about another 10 minutes after that. Okay, so expect some delays traveling on 84 West by the exit 57 off-ramp. That's the Route 5 and 15 Charter Oak Bridge area. All right, 84 East is delay-free. 91 North and South, no problems. Route 2 is a smooth ride. 91 South into New Haven is delay-free, as I is ever. 95 South, no problems there. Route 8 through Waterbury, no problems. At 642, I'm cycling out this modern record report on Radio 104.
0: <laughs> okay. It's time now for a uh, recap. Check it out. Happened yesterday on East Night Radio. It's Radio 104. Here we go. We don't have any music, nothing fancy. There's a new feature on the show. It's called Hypothetically. And I asked you to send in hypothetical questions to Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. And Michelle Z wrote When the hypothetical question of Nick needing a kidney was posed at Dark Side, he started playing taps. I freaking fell on the floor. Um, uh, and that was and and that was just a hypothetical hypothetical question i thought that we should just answer that for people who may not got the answer we kind of talked about it a little bit yesterday dark side no go uh, yeah well. i would <gasps> you, you would. you would no i mean you
4: know he he is a dick and and
0: uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> no let me let me qualify that he is a dick and an a-hole and whatever else you could throw at him but uh, he's Still a brother, so yeah, I
0: would. <laughs> Thank you. So, so. See that? Now yesterday I said I wouldn't and I'm still standing by
8: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's nothing personal. I've got four children. I've got one kidney to give I up. I know, dude. <laughs> I am a perfect donor for any of my children. Uh, and if they and, and uh, what happens, if I gave up that kidney, you know, like all I could re harvest it. So you wouldn't I would.
1: give it for Dark Side either?
0: nobody okay i'm keeping it just in case my <laughs> family so
2: needs it there's only one d Snedder. you can only spread yourself around so much that's especially a, your body that, parts that,
0: that, and that's i don't know you know yeah, i put a kidney in him and he's all of a sudden he's out there touring singing i want to rock yes, <laughs> it's like he's got rights to the name <laughs> and then he can go out he's got so one no one organ within the kidney. the kidney. <laughs> yeah, start collecting um, royalties and stuff, you know. Oh. And Beth, what was your answer?
1: Well, just as if I had an annoying, irritating little brother, I would give a kidney to him. Same thing with
2: Nick. Thank you, Beth.
1: No problem.
0: So you, you're cool unless I'm the yeah. only match.
1: Yeah, he's the uh, irritating, annoying little brother I never had.
0: Well, would you give up a kidney for <laughs> one of us, Nick?
2: um sure i mean not sean
0: but um uh, <laughs> no, no i all
2: about the core I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm on the fence with sean
1: too, so. um i would uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd give my kidney to uh everybody on the show sure
1: yeah can well, you imagine we well, would well. only get about a f- couple of weeks out of it <laughs> what's left in <laughs> it you know no, I get yeah.
0: a kidney. who wants his kidneys you run into the bathroom every two seconds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay uh <laughs> So the kidney of a 70-year-old, and he was glad to get rid of it. All right. Here, I got a, a first official hypothetical question. Okay. Okay? And it's directed to Beth, but I'm going to open it up to the floor, but we'll start with Beth. It's from Klepto Kyle. Okay. It says, hypothetically, Beth, you're offered a job at the NBC Today Show. Okay. However... Clear Channel has you in an ironclad contract that will not let you quit. Hi-eva. Hi- <laughs> Thank That's you.
1: Pretty big hi-eva. I don't have one of those. Hi-eva. <laughs>
0: Assuming you did. Okay. The only way to leave the company is to be fired. You want the job at NBC, so my question is, how would you go about getting fired? Ah, this
1: is a neat question, isn't it? What would I do to get fired? Hypothetically. Now, keeping in mind that I have, I'm one of the few people on record to have actually read the company handbook. <laughs>
3: so, you read that thing? I read it. <laughs> You're not. So,
1: so I actually, know causes for dismissal? Oh, you do?
0: Oh, yeah. I'd break mine out in the event. (laughs) You have it
1: behind glass, just in case you need to get
7: fired.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, So, what I might do is... uh, there isn't anybody that I dislike enough to sort of just rip into the person, you know. <laughs> a,
0: what a great question, Clifton. I know. I, meant, I could imagine you <laughs> doing anything to hey, get fired if you wanted I just to. Just have to go
1: on a vocal tirade, but I, I, I'm there are others I'm sure who might use Heck. that. I swear well. to God, if you say things like that, I'm going to come in there and choke you. but That's not going to yeah, get I mean, me fired. I mean, People I mean, will have my back on that
3: one. <laughs> <Yeah, but laughs> I got a promotion. Manuel, <laughs> yeah, but, but I don't well. to care
1: to say that to Manuel. I like Manuel. I'm I'm not just okay. saying that because he's the big boss. Okay, um, since you are I think I might. Bring, like I would probably bring some kind of weapon because I know that's cause for immediate dismissal. I might just you come in a packing. <laughs> yes. There were a few things. There were a few things that were, you know, here's cause for immediate dismissal from Clear Channel radio stations. Um, there were a few minor things, and then it was bringing any kind of weapon into the station. <laughs> Maybe i just borrow one of Darkside dark Dave's pieces and uh, saunter on in hanging right from my belt. <laughs>
0: How hysterical is that? That's hysterical. Okay, I'm talking. I'm, see, me, if I look at fired, I turn to uh, television. And remember how Lucille Ball got evicted from her apartment? She did the Mexican hat dance on the ceiling. Did <laughs> you ever see that one? No, I mean, it was me. How I get fired. I guess I, I'm. Did <laughs> you ever see that episode? They do the Mexican hat dance, and the ceiling is literally coming down below, but we're on the first floor. So that doesn't work. Um, well, I'm I'm uh, half, uh, I've got one foot in the grave already when it comes to that. Because I was, um, am I allowed to say that? I guess as long as I'm not specific. You've been reprimanded. I've been reprimanded for being nasty to a fellow employee. Um, so I would... Follow, I would continue down that road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I would, I would start tearing some people some new a holes and uh, I'd be out the door. Mm. Or go in style and do something really insane on the air, you know, to get, to get mm. me thrown off the air. But that could affect, you know, the gig. But this is
1: assuming that you already had the job lined up, and so NBC had signed off and said, Do what you have to do to get fired.
0: Right. As long as they knew what I was mm-hmm. doing but, but with me, if I did something really public, it could affect people's, you know, public opinion of me and, uh, and bring concern to NBC or whatever television show I was hiring because I did, you know, public lewdness or, uh, you know, had sex in the, on the air or some crazy thing like that.
1: Please, they do that uh, every night on the Carlito show.
0: I know. Well, not the way I would do it. I see. I would do it like Dark Side Dave did it, except with the mic on. (laughs) Right on the board. (laughs) So, hypothetically, Dark Side Dave, if uh, if, if you had a... Well, let's not say NBC. Let's just whatever it is. The dream job. Right. The well, gig, man. I and delivered your Iron Clan contract. Ha ha ha! Blue Clear Channel, and you want to get out? What do you do?
4: Well, I got to say, um, along the same lines with Beth, I got a pretty, pretty clean record here. Uh, almost being fired once, though, for a major commercial mishap. Nonetheless, costing the company thousands and thousands of dollars. I don't think I would go back down that road. I have two options here. I would either come in and clam bake the studio while we were on the air. I don't
0: know what clam bake. What was that?
4: Just, you know, close up the door and spark it up, you know?
1: You mean set it on fire?
4: No, man. Just get everybody in here toasted. Oh, smoke marijuana. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> Even though I don't do it, that's, you know, even though it's been good, a while, that's a good one. way to, you know, get right. go about it. Either that or I would take out six and a half years of frustration on the first person that pissed me off and just beat the living crap out of him.
0: Ooh, that was okay, amazing. physical violence. Good, yeah. mm-hmm. good one. One of the others. And lastly, Nick, before we take a break, Nick, um... Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know it's it's a crazy hypothetical question because sure. hypothetically, you got offered a really good job. Hypothetically, yeah. you're an Ironclad contract. You're yeah. a clear channel. Hypothetically, you'd need a reason. They wouldn't want to let you go. Hypothetically. Yeah. So you walked in and said, listen, I want. Okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> but, but hypothetically. All right. First step, uh, I
2: put kiln in the name of By Rage Against the Machine on a loop in the studio. That's the Unedited. Song, yeah. Edited. That's the F you, I won't do what you told me song. Uh, lock up the studio so no one could get in there. That's old school radio right there. Yeah. And then I would walk down to uh, our boss's office and probably take a dump on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer.
0: Good
2: answer. Get out of here, pal. And then on the way out, just put a few D stickers all over the place where they're not F- supposed you to I be. I won't do what you told me. <laughs> yeah.
3: F- on his
0: yeah. You're out of here. Hypothetically, you are out of here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you may be out of here for just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> D Center Radio, we're back, people. <laughs> hypothetically, we're back. Big reaction, hypothetically. People enjoyed that. I thought it was fun, too. Yes, I'm noticing a trend, though, Beth. And um, being. Um, I guess it's a big brother to you that I try to be. on the front friend to you. We're we we going to keep them to a minimum. Do you know what that trend is? Uh,
1: questions? I don't know. Go ahead.
0: Nick, have you noticed the trend?
1: No. I haven't seen all of the ones that have come through.
0: There's a good percentage that regard you in hypothetical sexual situations. I see Not like perverted ones, but they're at the doorstep. Mm -hmm. A lot of, which member of the show, if you had to, uh, last man on earth, would you? (laughs) Which of them would you? You saw the ones yesterday, if your husband couldn't, husband to be, you know, that kind of noticing like a trend. So we're not going to encourage it. We made an occasional one, but you know, we're not, we don't play that card here. <laughs> but we're, we're all stocked best.
1: up on those questions already. is What you're saying? Yes, we're plenty <laughs> stocked
0: up on those questions, people. So uh, use use your imagination, go a little crazier, and uh, you can you know you know not that not that you can't handle yourself, right? You can get appropriately indignant and say, I refuse to answer that. On the grounds that might incriminate me or something like that. (laughs) Um, Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. A couple things. One, uh, we've got brand new at the OzFest with Mudbone. This was a group effort that I was not privy to. Nick asked if they'd like to see my reaction. I said, Nick is happening. You. you didn't do the little laugh yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, "You know where the lines are, right?" Yes, I do. I understand. <laughs> what <the lines> <laughs> uh, and so uh, we'll see what happened there. If he actually does know where the lines are, so "Sangaze Voss. Special Ozfest Edition" is next as well. Psycho was at the Ozfest with us much to his misery. Not a big fan of that kind of music. Some of you may have noticed, Psycho Dan had an opportunity to uh, hang out with some of the OzFest people and, and bands. And, and and really now I think he knows why he doesn't like this kind of music and why he's never wanted to an OzFest before and we'll never go again unless we make them. Um, and sometime, I, I, I really want to discuss Dark Side Dave's day yesterday. Very angry this morning. Well, Damage Incorporated, very aggressive song to start the morning with. Mm -hmm. Uh, He compared his day yesterday to the news story you did, Beth, about the guy who fell off the roof, dropped the chainsaw on his leg, then was attacked by bees. (laughs) Do you remember that story you did? Of course. That hapless fellow. Sounds like you had a rough day. I think
4: yesterday was was one of the worst days I've ever had. (laughs) One of. I've had, you know, some pretty bad ones, but, oh, God, it sucked.
0: We said it was like that guy's day, except without the physical injury. Yeah. Fortunately, no chainsaws. No, no. So I am curious about that as well. So I have to figure out where to fit that in, hypothetically. <laughs> so um, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. And, uh, well, I've just told you what's going on. So just stick around for more D Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104.
6: WMRQ Waterbury Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. D-Snyder Radio.
1: Oh, what better way to celebrate?
6: On Radio 104. (laughs) Now back to D-Snyder Radio. 30 million people hear what you gotta say.
2: Oh, it's gonna be awesome. As far as the quality of it, we didn't
6: argue with them much. On Radio 104. (laughs)
0: OzFest week on D. Snyder Radio. Uh, we're kind of weaning everything towards the OzFest. Everybody's very excited about the big sold-out show. Coming to the Meadows. Very exciting. We've been doing interviews all week. Friday, we expect to have an interview with Sharon Osbourne herself. And I say, well, what about Ozzy? The dude's comatose, people. <laughs> he can barely get out of his own way. Uh, Sharon's Sharon's really I mean she is the woman behind this whole thing let me tell you something she's an interesting woman when you see her right very petite Mm -hmm. attractive she lost a lot of weight she looked really good I'm telling her how great she looked and it's one of those things where I have to be careful not to cross the line because at some point when you're going wow you really look good it starts to Say, well, did I look like crap before? <laughs> so, right. you gotta be very careful with that. You know, you're, wow. But no, she really looked good. But she's, day. how are you? So nice to see you. How's the radio show? Great. I love to see you. She is a bitch on wheels. This woman will take your balls off in a business dealing. She is brutal. So, it'll be good to talk to her uh, later in the week. Also, uh, what the hell am I going to do this weekend besides going to OzFest? See the leaning toward the OzFest. Everything's, you know, every, we're going to go to the OzFest. And here's what else is going on this weekend. So, you have that to look forward to. Later in the show today, big 104Fest announcement. We've announced 24 bands out of 25. You know, OzFest, 20, uh, Ozfest uh, 104Fest, 25 bands, to 25 bucks. Well, we're one band short. And very exciting news. I can't wait to hear it. The 25th band has been picked, and we will be announcing that later in the show. All right, let me get, uh, before we get into a couple of things here, uh, let me get a, a traffic update from Psycho Dan. Wait a minute, traffic now? 705? Let him wait a minute uh-huh. do that traffic. Oh, I see. He's got to do Sagan's advice. I understand, uh-huh. but it's okay. Still, let me do these reactions here. Um, see so we got a reaction regarding uh, the Waterbury mayor.
3: Okay.
0: Is this is D... You should lighten up on comments about the Waterbury mayor. That's Phil Giordano, right? Mm-hmm. He says, even though I know you're joking, you cannot rely on the, uh, you cannot rely on what is in the paper or the news. They never get it right. Everyone should wait until the facts are known before making comments or judging the guy today it seems that you're guilty until you're proven innocent your trial starts in the media and the constitution is in the back room collecting dust while lady justice takes off her blindfold our current justice system is in a sad state of affairs here's a thought he could have been set up only time will tell sign big a fair enough big a i mean you know that doesn't mean i'm not going to stop joking about it it's just too easy but yeah we do see that tendency You know, uh, somebody is, I mean, any one of us could be arrested for the most ridiculous thing. I don't want to plant any ideas in people's heads. But if somebody went down to the police and, in in an impassioned way, accused any of us of a crime, and I'm not just talking about us in this room, I'm talking about you out there listening. Said, Joe Blow molested me, crying in tears. Joe Blow, you're going downtown, you're being arrested. And if there's some sort of you know some I don't know newspaper guy hanging around, probably going to be in the papers. You could have done nothing. It's happened before. Sure. So, I mean, and and then you know when Joe Blow is found completely not guilty and exonerated of all you know of all charges, it's like page twenty-seven, bottom left-hand corner, retraction. Oh yeah, Joe Blow. Turns out he didn't molest anybody. He was actually, you know, playing with his, you know, four-year-old daughter at Six Flags, and out there with his family doing, you know, doing the dad thing. Sorry, Joe Blow. So, uh, but I think in the case of uh, of Mayor Giordano, if he's framed, if he's not guilty, that'll be front page. too oh, I yeah. mean, that'll be big news. You'll hear. About so um, he'll, you know, and uh, and then we can go on and on and on about that. And wow, well, look at the size of the right. I, I'm just going to turn it to you very quickly because I don't want you to read the contents, Beth, but. Look at the size of the font Pierce Jeep used for this letter.
1: Does that mean he's yelling he, at you?
0: No, no, no. It means he's very excited. Oh, okay. subject re, swing. Okay, it says D, and in the huge letters, it was great to hear Beth say she wears thongs. I did. And then he did one of the one of those little pictures with the smiley face with the tongue hanging out. He was using uh-huh. the, the punctuation. See, you didn't say you wear thongs.
1: No, we were talking about the 20th anniversary of the thong, and I just said that they were really gaining in popularity, but I don't ever remember saying that I wore them. I don't, is a habit, wear thongs. I, mean, it seems I don't that they're, find them very yeah. comfortable, really.
0: Uh, well, uh, first of all, I, I didn't remember you saying you wore it yesterday. I did hear you say in a previous discussion that you had tried them and found them yes. uncomfortable, and then someone wrote in and says you have, got, have to buy them a size larger.
1: Mm, I haven't yet experimented, but I so, plan yeah. to at some point in the future, when I need to wear them for a particular pair
0: of pants. Cool. Well, <laughs> Well, Pierce Cheap... This is why I need. don't
1: talk about it, Pierce, because mm-hmm. of comments like
0: that. And again, and, and you don't need... He doesn't need you to even say you did anything because he, he just hears what he wants to hear and just goes <laughs> through the roof. So, <laughs> he's in his room right now. Imagine what you will, Pierce Cheap, right? Right, Beth? Sure. Go, go nuts. Sure. Go nuts. I can't stop you. Uh, okay, because of uh, Psycho's... Well, what am I going to ask Side Dave about his situation, though, Nick? I mean, am, are you curious?
2: I'm, I'm curious. Sure I'm I got I got a couple phone calls from
0: the guy yesterday, so
1: and I yeah. he he bent my ear about it this morning.
0: Oh, so you are all already heard it, huh?
1: It's some good <laughs> stuff. It's a sad, yeah. sad tale. Of one man's journey <laughs> okay, against life. Okay,
0: go for it, man. <laughs> I mean, go for it. you. You came in here. I mean, you actually seem glad to get. here. Well, you're always glad to get here, but it's sort of like, you know, like became like an oasis from from the nightmare <laughs> that is the real world. Yeah, Once just, you leave these doors.
4: I was worried about getting here this morning, actually.
0: What happened?
4: All right. Well, my truck's registration expired yesterday. So basically what I had to do was catch up on all my back taxes or else I couldn't re-register. So Monday what I back go taxes? What back on taxes? my truck. I owe back taxes for my truck. Okay, How
0: do you owe back taxes Because like I was a lazy
4: that? idiot and I procrastinated and never paid them. Yeah, I'm a delinquent. So I went and paid $368 in Bristol uh, on Monday so that I could re-register yesterday. So I get there yesterday at DMV in New Britain and I'm standing in line about 40 minutes or so. And I get up to the front of the line, I'm taking out my paperwork, I'm taking out my credit card, and the lady's like, uh, I'm sorry, we don't accept credit cards or debit cards. They don't have now a big you just sign online. Yeah, I just waited online. Well, when I was walking out, I looked down the door, and there's this little tiny sign uh, next to the door, and I'm like, son of a bitch. That's just wrong. Yeah, I was bent out of shape. So, you know, after all that waiting in line, I went out, cashed my paycheck, came back with the actual cash in my hand, and I'm waiting in line. What? You went... Back online? Yeah, I had to because when I got back, the same person wasn't there. So it's not like oh, you know.
0: I've seen places yeah. where, many places where you wait online and you didn't have something that was correct, or you needed an additional piece of information. They gave you a little ticket that allowed you to come to the front of the line. Oh
4: no, they didn't. Or do something that.
0: like that.
1: Oh, if you cut that DMV line, you take your oh, life yeah. into your hands big so.
4: time.
0: So, I, especially in New
4: Britain, <laughs> I wasn't gonna hang with that. It's not
1: worth it. Just wait again.
4: So yeah, that's what I did. I got back in line and waited another forty-five minutes to get up to the front of the line again. And I got up to the front of the line, and I'm thinking, Okay, cool. My taxes are paid. I got the cash right here. Let's do this. And the lady's like, well, according to our computers, you also owe back taxes for New Britain as well.
1: How long has it been since you lived in New Britain?
4: Um, About four years. But for some reason, <laughs> when I first got my truck, I had it registered to my old address in New Britain. Uh-huh. Back so, taxes on what? On my pickup truck. The on property, year, stand- property, property
3: taxes. Tax.
4: Yeah. Every year you pay we property. That. Yeah. Are
0: you kidding? No. Pay hey, property
1: taxes on automobiles in Connecticut. Mm. Oh, we don't have that in New York. We do. Oh,
0: well, I'm moving. Oh. it sucks. So uh, you pay. You, know, you pay a sales tax when the car is purchased. You have to pay a tax on it. To but that's it. Every year. Oh you man, pay that blows. Every year, yeah.
4: Yeah. So I waited in, 40, in line 45 minutes, and I'm like, damn it. So I had. So the lady's like, well, I tell you what, we close at 4:30. You can make it to New Britain Town Hall, pay the taxes, and come back. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, here goes another hundred and some odd dollars down the, tr- down the tube. So I go to New Britain Town Hall, and I'm waiting in line there for a good half hour because that line is incredibly huge, too, at the tax collector's office. And soaked another $125 out of my pocket, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool. Now I can go and freaking get my truck re-registered because if it's not registered, I get pulled over, I'm screwed again. Right. Driving back to the DMV, my truck breaks down. <laughs> the fan comes off water pump blue
0: are you serious the fan came off
4: came off dude I'm I'm just lucky it didn't go through the radiator
0: I was gonna say how much damage did it do under there
4: nothing to the radiator or anything like that it's uh I guess the water pump is just totally destroyed and everything. That sounds I, expensive. I got out. I slammed the door. I almost put my fist through the window. I was so pissed. I'm sitting in the middle of the road screaming my full head off. Everybody driving by is like, look at this freaking maniac. I'm not going to get anybody <laughs> to
1: pull over if you're screaming. No, the road. I
4: noticed.
0: You're just yelling son of a bitch oh and my, stuff.
4: No, no, no. I was cursing up a storm. By uh, yourself? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, Yeah.
4: I was screaming, is psychotic oh, man! He's insane. I
1: think I may have lost it at that point, <laughs> even and started oh, throwing no, understandably, out a few words. Yeah.
4: At this point, Claiming. I just spent my la- you know, my hundred and twenty-five dollars that I was going to use to re-register the truck on taxes. So I didn't even have my- any money for a tow truck or nothing like that. So I finally got to the point where I'm like, F it. I don't give a crap. It's a, it's broken down. How much worse can it get? So I hopped in. I started it up. It sounded like there was a bunch of tin cans. You under drove it? Oh, yeah. I drove it right back to my house. I, I said, I don't give a damn. I don't care.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to do the Bill Murray and take the plates. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not parking it. I'm abandoning
4: it. I still owe on it, so I couldn't just leave it there. <laughs> Trust me, I thought about it, though. So then I get back, and I'm calling Nick, and I'm telling him about it, and he's like, Dude, that sucks, man. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> Could have been worse. So,
1: where is the car now?
4: The car right now is in my parking space at my house. And uh, there it shall sit until um, uh, I figure something out. I don't know what the See, hell I'm going to do.
0: Bicycled here this morning? <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: I borrowed a car from somebody. Oh. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I know. Just what I you was,
0: didn't need. Yeah,
4: and the thing about it, though, was when we were when I was standing in line the first time at the DMV, some guy was trying to get stamps out of the stamp machine, which was like right next to the line, and it gave him his receipt and no stamps, you know, and everybody <laughs> in the line is like laughing at him, you know, like, ha-ha, sucks to be yeah. you, you know, at the DMV, bad day, karma.
1: You wish you were that
0: guy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I
4: wish I got beat on stamps compared <laughs> to this.
0: Oh man. Yeah. All right, so that 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 is a bad day.
4: Yeah, it sucked, man. And stood in line all together for 2 hours, paid almost $500 just for the taxes alone and then the interest happens. must
0: have killed you. Yeah, on being yeah. 4 years in arrears. Plus Bristol
4: has, <laughs> Bristol has a pretty high uh, mill rate too, so.
0: Is this something you could fix yourself by the way this uh water pump?
4: Yeah, a couple hundred bucks and I probably could. Yeah.
0: What you going to have somebody fix it or you could oh, fix it? Oh,
4: I don't uh, no, I, I don't know. I'm i don't know how to do that that sounds like a
0: good job I changed a water pump on my day not volunteering (laughs) I was gonna say (laughs) uh, hey come on over it's not an impossible gig but it depends on the motor too different different motors, of ways Uh, I can help you change that water pump Nick, yeah, okay, you yeah.
1: put windshield washer fluid into your antifreeze.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't. I think this is, job is out of your league.
2: I could
0: stand there and give him encouragement while he tries to do it. <laughs> yeah, just He's like up and you
2: move.
0: <laughs> we need a mechanic in the uh, what area we, we looking for. I'm in the Newington area. In the Newington area, who could cut a dark side of deal on this because uh, he doesn't make a lot of money, and between all the taxes and everything else, that's like
4: as far as the gonna- as far as the part at least. Because I'm going to see um, my old man was a mechanic for like 25 years, but I hate asking him to do it because he's getting older now and stuff, and you know,
0: oh, but if I do so, get
4: the oh, part yeah. a little bit, you know.
0: Well, I know somebody. But Matt, we got a friend in the business who might be able to hook you up with a uh, with a you know a good price on a part, right or maybe on. somebody who call in who can uh, who's good with a wrench and uh, can help us out. Okay, right. uh, we got to get traffic. So, Psycho Dan, why don't you give it to us straight? <laughs> This traffic report is brought to you by Amica Insurance, Auto, Home, Life, and Integrity.
7: All right, traveling on 84 East, a little bit slower on exits 43 and 44. 84 West, problem on uh, exit 57 off-ramp, that's to Route 5 and 15, and then the Charter Oak Bridge. The left shoulder only gets by right now. That's due to a rollover that occurred around 1.15 a.m. That's a big tractor-trailer. The two left lanes are backed up all the way to exit 58. It'll be all closed up in just a few minutes for about 10 minutes, and they should have things reopen. 91 South into, New, into Hartford, rather, a little bit slow from exit 34 into downtown. 91 North is delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow approaching the flyover. 91 South into New Haven, no problems there. 95 South is also delay-free. Route 8 through Waterbury, no problems. At 717, I'm cycling out this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104.
0: All right, it's Ozfest week on D. Snyder Radio, and to that end, like I said, everything's got a Ozfest bent, including this week's "On the Road with Mudbone."
6: Welcome to On the Road with Mudbone from Ozfest 2001. Hop in, ease the seat back, and enjoy the ride. It is now
8: time to take a break from all your international travels and visits this year's Ozfest. While Ozfest can be a straight-up trip to the brothers from the ghetto, you can't imagine my dismay when I discovered that Papa Roach was, in fact, one of the rock bands and not the man who invented the marijuana cigarette. However, if you are a first-time OzFest virgin, which I suspect most of my African-American compadres are, you will most definitely need some guidance to survive or rather enjoy this concert event. Before entering the arena, stroll around the parking lot and observe some of the male bonding that has become traditional at OzFest. Be sure to take advantage of the many intoxicated white people by taking their beer. This is called tailgating. Or, as we say in the hood, robbing whitey blind of his liquor. After you've gotten your drink on, head inside and immediately purchase an Ozzy Osbourne t-shirt to blend in with the crowd. $30 is a small price to pay for your personal safety. Next up, tattoo and piercing. The more you have, the better. You don't actually have to get the piercing. Instead, just put on one of those arrow-through-the-head gags and throw a baseball cap on to disguise it. OzFest veterans will view this as being truly old school. You will notice that many of the ladies at OzFest get their tig old bitties decorated with body paint as a celebration of the human body. So drop your drawers and throw a fresh coat of paint on your genitalia. Be careful not to seal the hole. Don't stare too long at the tig bitties as white boys tripping on acid do not appreciate a brother admiring the merchandise from afar. Chances are that at some point in the day, you will encounter what is known as a marsh pit. The marsh pit is Al Sharpton's dream come true. A bunch of white people beating each other senseless. Should you get mixed up in the pit, it is important to know that bumping and running is frowned upon. Ozzy has made it a tradition to bite the head off of a living creature. In order to gain Ozzy's approval, pick a white boy with a freshly shaved head and bite the pearly white cantaloupe until Ozzy signals his approval. With blood streaming from your mouth, point to Ozzy and bark at the moon. And remember, to get rid of an itch from a mosquito bite, try applying soap on the area. You will experience instant relief.
6: We hope you enjoyed your ride. Join Mudbone next week with more On the Road with Mudbone.
0: There you go. There you go. That was insane. Mm -hmm. Chewing on the head thing. I don't think, uh, well, you know, it's, I think sometimes some of the traditions of OzFest lose something in the translation to other groups of people who may not uh, enjoy the same things we do. Being the the, uh, the metalheads that we are, like people like me and Darkseid. so even you, Beth, were confused by some of the some of the stuff you saw there at Ozfest. Were you not?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess some of it was interesting.
0: Yeah, the big the, the big dust pit up on the top of the hill where all the people were like hitting each other and stuff like that. I didn't, Dimash.
1: I didn't see any of that. Old I think school. I was reading. That's, that's old school. Yeah, the
0: arrow through the head is old school. Yeah. <laughs> That was like, I think Steve Martin was the last person to do the arrow through the head. <laughs> That's a major it. piercing. Yeah. yeah, they don't do that anymore. All right. Well, with that done, it's time now for the game that everybody wants to play. And now it's time for
6: everybody's favorite game show, Sagan Z-Boss. A special OzFest edition brought to you by your favorite host with the most, Psycho Dan.
0: All right. You're welcome. Psycho, new intro for the... Ah. New intro for the Ozfest. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was pretty badass, huh? We spare no expense here at East Snyder Radio. Top dollar. That guy's a top dollar announcer. I'll tell you that right
7: now. That's right, D. We spare no expense here, and neither do I. Getting my prizes for say what? Stagnes de Vos. So guess what I have this week? Take a look behind Nick. You will see perched up here on the countertop. What the? (laughs) This is an artwork. A rare artwork. That I found on the side of the road.
1: <laughs> oh, that's the rarest kind. So sometimes people find Picasso on
7: the side of the road. Um,
0: not usually. Uh, that is <laughs> something. That's really something.
7: <laughs> Beth, do you want to describe it to the listeners?
1: Well, it's black. Uh, I guess it's oil on cork plywood?
7: Page, <laughs> Yes. Plywood.
1: Maybe it's the medium. Uh-huh. And uh, it's just black and it has several tan towers with people-like things on top one woman is being used as a human yo-yo and one woman looks like a fascist.
7: <laughs> How insane is this picture?
0: Was this one of your friends paint this?
7: <laughs> no, I could tell you though, Darkseid was checking this
4: thing out in the hallway.
0: He I got a it. spot
4: over my mantle
7: for that, dude. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. All
0: right, the order this week,
7: we're going to start I'm with- I'm throwing
0: in the towel <laughs> on the show. What about you, Beth? Does <laughs> Darkseid have no, it? No, 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 we can't throw okay. in the towel. Don't worry. It was presented as a gift later on.
7: Yeah, don't worry, D. I'll throw you six or seven lifelines. You're going to go first this week because you were oh, terrible God. last week. Then we'll go yes. to, we'll to Darkside, then Nick, and then Beth. Okay? And tell the listeners, yes, please, please.
0: please, that if, uh, if they're listening at home, of course you're listening at home, and you think you know the answer, give us a call at 860-666-4444. And uh, if we use you as a lifeline, and this is only if you know the answer, okay? Don't call and just hold. This is like, oh, 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 I know it, I know it, I know it. Then you call. All right? And if you get the answer right, you'll get a D-Snyder Radio prize pack. Is that right, Nick?
2: Yes, it is, Steve.
0: Good. Okay, so... um Back to you, Psycho. All right, quickly, quickly,
7: quickly. I went to OzFest with you guys. I asked the OzFest fans general knowledge questions, and I got some pretty vulgar responses. So I'm going to preface the whole game show by saying maybe some of the kids should not listen to this. I'm telling you, they're all pretty out there. Okay, so maybe this isn't for all listeners.
0: You've been warned, moms and dads driving your little little ones to nursery school or elementary school. Okay, you've been warned. Not many radio shows give you a heads up. All right, let's try to blow through a couple of questions
7: before we have to take a break. And one quick clue for everyone, just before we start quickly. These are not necessarily Ozfest questions, okay? They're still kind of just general knowledge mm. questions. I'm not trying to throw anybody off here. All right, Dark Side,
0: okay. fire away the first clue for D.
8: Something they use to stick somebody up, you know what I mean?
0: Something they use to stick somebody up. I'm going to say, what is it, Nina? No. <laughs> good guess.
4: Very good guess. Dark Side. I'm going to say, um, hmm, I'm going to say a knife, whatever. Oh. I don't know. Coming from New Britain. Nick, what do you think? Long
2: Meadow, you're a little yeah, out of your element I'm, here. I'm going to go with the uh, finger in the coat.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> old school.
7: That's a popular so phrase. <laughs> yes. All right, no, sorry. And Beth.
1: I'll say a shank.
7: A shank. Uh, your guess is as good as anyone's, no. <laughs> that's <laughs> some jail terms there. <laughs> All right, let's have the next clue for D. That's a goddamn robot.
0: A what? A GD that's robot. a goddamn robot. A robot, okay. What Something do you think, D? Dick somebody up, and it's a robot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh man, I, I am uh, I am. What's Fist of Fury? <laughs> Fist of Fury, no, a good guess
4: though Very good guess, what do you think Dark Side? Well, I'm figuring since it's at uh, OzFest and everything yeah. like that and uh, some of the guys in Slipknot look, you know, have the masks and everything like that. I just got word we do have a lifeline, Side. Oh, okay, then I'll just take the lifeline. Oh wow! Well,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, keep going, he man. Says, I have no
4: clue, and I was just <laughs>
0: He's thought, buying time. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> all much, right, huh? this is your oh, no, lifeline. I had
4: a thought process, but that's
0: cool. All right, all right, here we go. Mike from Plainville's on the phone. Mike, are you going to get a point for Side? I hope so. Prop. What? Prop.
7: No, no. Oh, sorry, dude. Oh. Wrong. Dark side. He tried. Yeah, no lifeline. Was line. better
0: than Dark Side's answer. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
7: All right. Let's uh, go to Nick for a guess. What do you think, Nick?
2: Hmm. Uh How about lifeline? Arnold Schwarzenegger in like the Terminator movies? <laughs> no. Sorry, Beth. I'll take the lifeline. Oh. For fun.
0: Go right for the Okay. Brian from Derby on the phone. Brian, are you going to get a point for Beth? Yeah, vibrator. <laughs> good guess. Hey, man, that was a good guess. If it was I, a nice try. Yeah. It's a vibrator. Thanks, oh, Brian. Good. <laughs>
7: Say goodbye to the lifeline, Beth. All right. Well, I guess we're going to have to have that last clue for D. Go ahead. Darcy. He's had that metallic dude from Star Wars, isn't he?
0: <laughs> Did you get that, D? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know what the metallic dude from Star Wars is, and does that work with the rest of the <laughs> cl- clues? Uh, what is... So who is C-3PO? Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> so, wait a minute. The guy <laughs> said... I
1: guess he's a robot.
0: Yeah. Of course he's a robot. He's a robot. What was the first thing? That's what you do when you Someone whole stick somebody up? Someone to stick up somebody. Yeah. A C-3PO. Oh, man. That guy's insane. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving right along I got here. got a point. Wait. <laughs> a I got a point Holy crap I've, I've been dry for a while yeah. Oh yeah that's good
7: What are you arguing for D? One point for you yeah. Alright Next question Play it dark side First clue for you Yeah She takes it up a button It's cool She digs it Oh <laughs> Okay oh That's where the
1: parental God. warning Came
4: into effect <laughs> She takes oh. it up a button She digs it Thanks for repeating <laughs> What do think. you think? Um, a porn star
7: No <laughs> Good guess Good
2: guess Nick
7: Mm. You've got some experience here.
2: Yeah, I would say um, (laughs) lots of my (laughs) ex-girlfriends.
7: Oh, too much information. (laughs) Beth.
1: I will say, uh, what is a dominatrix? Mm.
0: Uh, (laughs) Good answer. answer, This is a good answer. Thanks, you guys.
7: (laughs) (laughs) All right, D. Anything? Anything?
0: uh, what's a ramrod?
7: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a ramrod. Next clue for Dark Side.
0: I mean, getting caught with a girl naked, you know?
4: Getting caught naked with a girl. Getting caught naked. This was at
0: OzFest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She takes
4: getting caught naked with a girl. Um, oh, we already have
0: a lifeline. Yeah. I You're out, man. Yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, I don't know. Getting busted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not getting busted. Nick. Uh,
2: excrement out of luck. (laughs) I guess that's a
7: decent guess. Nick is on the right track. It is a phrase. I should have prefaced this whole thing with that. It is a phrase, but you're wrong. What do you think, Beth?
1: What is getting caught with your pants down?
7: No.
0: All right. That was a good answer. Yeah. D? Hmm. Two guys on the phone who think they know the answer. You got a lifeline. I'm going for it, dude. Okay. I'm going Ray from Middletown. Ray? Hey. Get me a point, Ray. What is the answer?
5: Uh, that phrase thing threw me off, but I thought it was someone who's anal retentive.
7: No, wow,
0: what I'm is sorry. anal retentive? Yeah, you, know, you know it's gonna. When they say that last clue threw me <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: sorry about that, D. All right, well I guess we'll. You be- know
0: what? I may mean, I suggest that people who I think they know the answer, and then a new clue comes up, and they don't know the answer. Hang up the phone <laughs> <laughs> Look Like that other guy did He's gone The other guy's gone He's like I don't know this answer
7: Alright Last clue for you Dark Side. If it's cold I mean it could be It could be kind of hard though too That was JBJ Of Crazy Town
6: If it's cold I mean it could be It could be kind of hard though too Popular phrase
4: It's cold um, Hard Cold and hard uh, I don't know Blue balls I don't
1: know Popular phrase Yeah
4: Popular phrase Man Nick Um
2: Damn it Damn it Psycho <laughs> uh, don't
7: scream at me uh. Something
2: in the nice Alright <laughs> You yelled at me <laughs> Beth What do you think
1: um. What is? It's so cold outside, I'm freezing to the seat.
3: <laughs>
7: oh, that was awful. D, you, you want to steal it? Uh, Did you hear the clues,
3: Psycho?
0: <laughs> there's all of these. Look, at everybody knows the answer now, but I'm, I can't use a lifeline. Steal it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. When hell freezes over.
7: When hell freezes over. That's a good guess. It's wrong. No one comes up with the correct answer, which was... Oh, let's was. ask one of
0: these listeners if they got it. Sure. Thoma, okay. Danielle, you can win a prize pack from East Haven. Danielle, what's the answer?
5: Is it booty club? No. Uh,
0: all right. Oh,
7: okay, Thanks, we gave her a shot. All yeah. right, what was the answer? Cool as a cucumber, D. You're as cool as a cucumber. Cooler as a <laughs> cucumber. Oh, yeah. That's when she likes it?
0: <laughs> hey, I'm just asking the questions. How many 40s is that guy drinking? <laughs> all right. Okay, well, all right, where does this... I like this So <laughs> where's the score at At this As we take a break uh, Actually D
7: You lead the way With one <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: However However Nick
7: oh, has however. A, <laughs> Nick has a lifeline left And we got four questions left yeah. Plus the Blitzkrieg round So you, however. D This game is wide open
0: Okay, it's wide open. Okay, we're taking a break. We're coming back. More questions. Blitzkrieg round. Life is good. It's D Snyder Radio with a special OzFest edition of Sagan Zivas. Stick around. This is Radio
6: 104. Hey, how you doing? It's Dick. D. Snyder Radio. Hi, this is Scott Weiland. Yeah. and Dean of STP. Hey, this
1: is Louise from Brew
6: This
0: is Claire with seven
6: We're now. D Snyder Radio. It's for a higher purpose on Radio 104. Now back with D Snyder Radio.
9: See my beeps. Can't wait.
0: What
10: do you
6: want? Snyder Radio on Radio
0: 104. All right, we need to get right into a traffic break here. So, Dark Side Dave, let's throw it over to Psycho Dan. Well, uh, Mr. Show Producer, I hate to question your authority, but um, looking at my schedule, I think we're due to make a very big announcement here on D. Snyder Radio regarding 104 Fest. You could do that right now. If you go by the clock. Yeah. I mean, uh, of course, I could tell people that tomorrow we have shame of the OzFest with Nick and Sean. But there's 24 bands out of 25 have been announced so far to OzFest 2001. The 25th band is Faultline.
3: This is where it all (laughs) begins. Yes, yes, yes. I was
0: hoping... That's some yes. metal up your ass, baby! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How okay, did that. we oh,
3: ever... What?
0: score
1: <laughs> fault line for well, this show. Well, Todd uh, Thomas is a genius.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of scheduling conflicts, but we worked it out. <laughs> Todd,
11: Todd and I have been in negotiations for about uh, a month now, and we finally were able to hammer something out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that you was begged and begged thing. and begged, and finally he said, okay? Is <laughs> yeah. well, <they>, that <laughs> negotiations? They yeah. had to find
0: time for uh, for Sean to fillet him. It was working into his schedule. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Out. <laughs> I had scheduling conflicts. I had to wait for him to get back from vacation. Uh, and, you know, Wow, you guys must be excited. 104Fest. I mean, this uh. is the dream of many connections. Headlining so, the main stage? Yeah, yeah. Blink <laughs> is going on right before us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Also no. will it be the full show, uh silver lame, uh the feather boas, nail polish.
11: Well we did recently change our look <laughs> to uh more of a just like, you know, kind of motorcycle gang look. Just Bang like- it! <laughs> Black but, what happened? Get beat up? <laughs> yeah. No, I just wanted to change the look a little bit, but if, if there's a demand Yeah, the guys the- sat down and had a talk with us.
0: <laughs> we're not the village people, One sure. guy is a sailor,
1: one guy is a cowboy, one guy is a cop. Yeah. Magic! I think I've seen that sound before, yeah. <laughs> Sean.
11: <laughs> no, we're, we're excited. I mean, this is so awesome. I mean, we're, we're just, we're psyched. Completely. I'm psyched. I'm excited dude. Very. Never excited. got
0: to see Fault Wine before. I'm psyched now to be psyched. Now is your chance. You're psyched <laughs> that you're psyched. Oh yeah. I, can't I, I
11: couldn't
2: be more psyched.
0: I cannot wait. for this. Yeah, but
2: D, I
11: don't, I don't think I want Nick anywhere near the stage just because he's gonna sit there and do he his normal mocking
2: him. and. Yeah, I'm not saying a bad word. You guys. I in a little. <laughs> little <laughs> yeah, you did plenty of your own. Bad guy. He's gonna
0: be out there in the house with his hands over his head dancing. Madly in the pit.
2: (laughs) That's right, D In front of
0: the fault line stage. If there's there's a demand for it, D will go glam. I'll go full on Glam. I just want to be clear, you're actually you're actually in the meadows, performing inside the meadows (laughs) (laughs) building. Well, so far I think Todd hasn't told me anything differently. Over
1: in the high life parking lot. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Exactly. Well, look at those phones light up. People are so excited. Hey, uh, you want to see Faultline in concert at 104 Fest? (laughs) Be calling number 10 right now at 860-666-4444. You win a pair of tickets to 104 Fest. And you can see Faultline and Blink-182, Saliva, Alien Ant Farm, Sum 41, Crystal Method, Dave Navarro. Cold stroke nine. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Twenty five bands for twenty five bucks. We're talking pavilion or lawn tickets. And by the way, you can buy them now at all these ticket.com locations, Meadows box office, strawberries, coconuts, and sound music. Charge by phone two zero three two six five one five zero one. Or purchase online at Radio104.com. We will be there. So I guess, whether I like it or not, I'm going to see Fault Line too. <laughs> That's, <laughs> very That's very it. Yeah.
1: You've tried to avoid it. but
0: Now's the time to pull out not going and take it. Very amusing. <laughs> but I won't be up on the stage because you didn't lose the required weight. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, mean, I made a deal with you and, uh, and you fell on your face.
1: He can fast between now and then. There's still time.
0: That's true. Yeah. It's true. You do have almost uh, a, a month. If you don't eat for a month, you'll lose the weight. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> always lipo, Sean. Okay. Well, it's time to get back into the thickest things. We're playing Sagan and Psycho Dan, take it away. All righty. Right now, you
7: lead the way with one huge point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darkside, yes. Nick, and Beth, you have no points. However, Nick, you do have one lifeline left. And if it goes pretty quickly, maybe I'll institute a whole new set of lifelines because I, I understand that this Ozfest edition of Sagan has been a little bit difficult for you guys. Okay? Yeah,
0: we've, we've gotten comfortable with your usual Cretans, that you asked the question too. <laughs> These new Cretans are throwing us off.
7: I understand that, D. All right, so don't worry. We'll blow through four more questions, and then we hit the Blitzkrieg round. Man, side, you are eyeing this piece over here, aren't you?
4: I want that, dude. That's cool.
7: All right, man. Well, what you know a what sick, you corrupt
0: do. painting that is. <laughs> By the way, Amy from Shelton won the 104 Fest tickets to see Faultline Kick Ass, so uh, you can stop calling and uh, look for your next chance to win 104 Fest tickets. All right, Psycho, we are ready. All right, let's go, Dark Side. Fire
4: off the first clue for yourself. It's what you see in New Orleans when the girls constantly flash their breasts, but you're not allowed to touch them. Uh, a lot of erections. <laughs> Clever, but wrong. Nick.
2: Uh, I would say those, uh, the uh, beads. The beads. The beads. The beads is wrong. Beth. So it's jambalaya?
0: <laughs>
7: <laughs> what is jambalaya, Beth? It's New Orleans-style
0: cooking. <laughs> okay. And okay, you see the breasts. You're not allowed to touch them. What are blue balls, Psycho? <laughs>
7: No, we had that last round. All right, why don't you play the next clue, Dark side? I have that. It's hooked up to the back of my truck. It's a little trailer, and it has,
4: like, these whips and chains and handcuffs hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Darkseid? <laughs> uh, um, uh, I'm going to say a bunch of hoes doing kinky sex stuff. <laughs> uh- no, I'm sorry.
2: Nick? Hmm.
4: any Good idea Beth, come
2: on uh, I would say um, uh, whips chains uh, the um, put it together whore bus something <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man I had a whore
7: bus <laughs> if only I had allowed you to be more specific
0: and Beth hey, if you know the answer out <laughs> there I, I call I us have... at 860-666-4444 only if you know the answer and if you, if you help us out if you're a lifeline you'll win a prize back sorry Beth
1: I'm going to say, Psycho Dan, what is a mobile torture unit?
0: Wow. Yes! That is
7: why Beth is a multiple time champion. That's my word!
1: Stole
0: the it. MTU <laughs> yes. it's not even a
3: phrase
0: <laughs> sorry sucker <laughs> Ooh, Twisted came up with this phrase for one of our vans that we had when we were on tour in Europe called it the MTU the mobile torture unit and I was referring to our bus that we took down to Ozfest as a mobile torture unit and you use that as a phrase Sorry, bastard.
7: All right. Don't worry. Don't worry. This next clue is for you, and you really want to put the kids away for this one. Go ahead, Dark Side. Mm. Licking some
11: salad?
0: Licking some (laughs) salad. (laughs) Salad, Well, I'm going to go for the obvious. What is a rim job? (laughs) Uh, No.
4: (laughs) Dark Side. Uh, I'm going to say tossing a salad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nick. Uh, Hershey's Kiss.
2: <laughs> <laughs> funny. Very amusing.
7: <laughs> and that.
1: I'm going to say...
7: Uh... <laughs> Be specific now. Got
1: no lifeline, huh? Nope. <laughs> I'm
7: going to no say, what is
1: the, what's the Hidden Valley Ranch?
7: <laughs> <laughs> another funny one. No, it's wrong. All right. Uh, let's have another clue for D. Why well, ride quads is when you... F- and the jerk off behind you it's pissing you off and you fucking give him a little f***ing nap in the dirt because as soon as you shoot the roost on him, he can't fucking see for and he's got to sit still. <laughs> he's got to take a little nap and wait for the dust to clear. What? Pardon?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, D. Was that Slipknot? <laughs> no. Okay, basically, he's the guy's on your tail and you're <laughs> shooting dirt in his face. The rooster tail, dirt in his face. He can't see and he crashes. <laughs> Tied in with licking the salad. Yes. What is the dirt nap? Oh, man. Damn.
3: Oh, my oh, my God. God. Oh,
0: wow! I didn't think you were going to pull that out. <laughs>
1: I, I didn't have that in my brain.
3: <laughs>
7: Woo.
0: Wow. Holy press. crap.
7: Oh, I'm in the zone. I
0: guess so. Woo. Boy, Darkseid, you better figure out where you get some more money to buy that (laughs) painting from me. I freaking knew that
7: one. (laughs) Damn. Damn. All right, all right. Darkseid, calm down. We still got a couple questions left. Nick, you have a lifeline left, all right? Don't hmm. Don't panic. Not just yet, all right? Darkseid, fire away the clue. Oh, he's some entertainer that has and get high and go come back and entertain, you know?
4: That's for you, Darkseid. I got it, but...
7: Oh,
8: he's some entertainer that hides and get high and go come back and entertain. You know,
4: he hides, gets high, comes back and entertains. Ozzy Osbourne? No, Uh, sorry, Nick. Mm, Uh, Is it a person?
2: Not Tom. Can we ask that? I don't care. Is um, Andy Dick? (laughs) Uh,
7: It is not Andy Dick. mm -hmm. Beth.
1: David Copperfield. See, Beth, you're getting smart again.
0: All right, what do you think, (laughs) T?
1: Thanks, despite this game.
0: Can I call Chaz? (laughs) No. I thought you might know the answer. Uh, I'm going to go, who is Bob Marley? Uh, No, sorry. All right.
7: Well, put the kids away for this next clue. It's for you, Darkseid. He's got a big dick and a cool wife.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Big thing and a cool wife, and he runs off, gets high, and then hot. Uh, uh, Sebastian Bach. Uh, oh, Nick. Oh, I know it's it. It's gotta Damn. be Tommy Lee. It's gotta yeah. be Tommy, Tommy, Tommy
2: Lee. Lee. How
7: can it not be Tommy Lee? How uh, can it not be Tommy Lee? It can't be Tommy Lee. I'm sorry. I'm
2: sure it was
1: Tommy Lee. Beth. Was, uh, who is? Who is Vince Neal?
7: <laughs> kinda close. Alright, what do you think, D? You got two points Goes already. Off
0: and gets high and then entertains. And he's got a huge Johnson mm-hmm. and a cool wife. Hmm, who is
7: Harry Houdini? Oh. You let me down, D. This next clue is going to go to Darkseid, and I have a feeling it's going to give it all away. Go ahead, Darkseid. It's that dude with the
6: fangs. He just likes to bite people's necks and leave blood marks. Can you steal it?
4: The fangs. Oh, man.
6: I don't know. Who
7: is
4: Dracula? Oh,
0: wow. Nick, jump on the board. Ah. Thanks, thanks, Three lifelines. Three lifelines. Nick, lines. you got a lifeline. Uh,
2: yeah, go to the lifeline. Go to lifeline. Right. Life lifeline. What life do you line. want?
0: Chrissy from Wallingford, Karen from Windsor Locks, or Dave from Windsor? I will tell you, Karen from Windsor Locks was the last person to call.
2: Mm, the last person to call. Uh, and le- Danielle from Windsor Locks oh, just found it. Let's down. go with Karen. Come on,
0: Karen. Karen, Nick needs a point badly. What's the answer?
5: Um, I was thinking Marilyn Manson, but I didn't get to hear
0: the rest of the round either because I was on hold. Marilyn Manson. They can't hear on hold? It's supposed to be able to hear on hold. Yeah, they oh. can. All right. Okay. Well, she
7: didn't really want to use that as a guess, and it's not correct. So, Nick, oh. I'll let you have another lifeline if you want it. All right. Let's go.
2: You want to, one? Yeah, okay. yeah. Go, go back. Right, let me uh, see. Uh, uh, let's go to Danielle. Danielle.
0: All right, Danielle. Nick needs a point. Help him out, girl.
2: Is it Eddie Van Halen? Oh. Oh no. he does You have nice a cool try. wife. Yes. <laughs> wow. Never should have gone with people from Winterbox.
7: Oh All right, Beth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's up to Beth. Oh, me? Yep, and then D. So.
1: Who is.
7: Oh, it's so obvious. <laughs>
1: Uh um, Brett Michaels from Poison. <laughs> I no idea.
0: Oh. I don't know. I'm gonna go with uh myself. Who's Dee Snyder? Hey, there you Damn go. Three.
5: Boom, boom, three. boom, 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 boom.
0: Wow, D. So have to dismiss the high one. They think I get high.
7: Wow, D. Oh, man, you're looking untouchable at this moment. Oh. You get three points.
1: D., aside from thinking you get high, they also think you run around biting people's necks until <laughs> right. they bleed.
0: And I have an enormous schwanstucker. Well, I did have the fangs, and I do have a reputation as such from uh, my dear friend Howard who spread that, <laughs> spread that rumor for years. So... Uh, yeah, oh, I've got three points, though. All right, one more right question.
7: On. One more question in the Blitzkrieg round. No lifelines left. I'm sorry. They have all Ow. been exhausted. Sucks. All right, Side. you might want to jump on the board here before we hit the Blitzkrieg round. This first clue's for you. Well, it's when you take a Furby and you step on him and you smash the
0: out of it and peel out on it with your fucking slicks.
4: A Furby? Is Flick. that what he said? Is that what he said? A Furby? Yeah. Doing you know that to a Furby? Uh... <laughs> What is anger management? Uh, Good guess. No. Nick? Um, um.
2: Damn it! I don't know!
7: Damn, you still sucks. don't have any points. <laughs> All right, Beth.
1: Uh, what is uh, mutilation? <laughs>
7: <laughs> that is what he was describing. D? Uh, what is roadkill, psycho? Roadkill. <laughs> That's a good guess, but it's wrong. I'm sorry. All right, Dark Side, go ahead. and Have the next food for yourself.
4: Oh, when you catch your dog, dicking down your girls. What? <laughs> oh, hippo? <laughs> oh, when you catch your dog, dicking down your girls.
3: <laughs> Do,
4: I, I can't understand what
7: he's saying. <laughs> when you catch your dog or dogs, dick it down your girl. Doggy style. Doggy style. Uh, No, you still don't have any points. Nick, you put anything together out of those clues?
2: Uh, I would say hairy genitalia. Hairy
7: genitalia area. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Beth.
1: What is what my dead dog Dusty would do when neighbors came over?
7: (laughs) I'm sorry, that's wrong. (laughs) All right, D. Um,
0: okay. Hmm, something with a Furby leaving tracks with slicks. (laughs) How old is that guy? (laughs) And then uh, you catch your dog doing something with your girlfriend. (laughs) Mm. Oh, man. All right. What a beast.
7: Sorry, too much time You stall all the time Sorry Well, I'm just trying to Mull over the clues Yeah, whatever Same same story every week All right, Darkseid Next clue This comes from JBJ Once again Of Crazy Town From JBJ
0: from Crazy Town
6: Yes yep. Go ahead, Darkseid I'd say it's a girl or a guy, depending on what type of, you know, sex movie you're doing that keeps the lead actors erect on the sidelines before they have to, you know, uh, shoot their scenes. Uh, that's a Uh-oh, fluff had girl. This,
7: oh, no, I'm taking that back. That's wrong. That's not the correct what? answer. Oh, screw you. No, it's not. Sean, I'm, I watch pornos. I'm
11: bringing <laughs> Oh, okay, Sean, I'm coming into you. No, you know what, for that, little outburst? Huh. No. No points no matter what. No. I'm sorry, Darkseid. I need the correct exact phrase. Exact Damn. phrase. You are on the way to it. Nick,
7: can you steal it? I'll tell you he was pretty darn close. It's
2: gotta be a fluff whore? <laughs> fluff four! <whore! laughs> <laughs> fluff four! Sean? No.
7: Uh oh. Absolutely not. It's no! not the correct name. Come on. Oh man.
1: Is it my turn? Some
7: interesting pronunciations. Yes, Beth, do, do you, you wanna want to steal, steal it? it?
1: It's a fluffer.
7: Okay. Damn it. We
1: had that oh. question before, didn't we? No, we talked about it before. Yeah, we, we talked a that.
0: fluffer. I can't believe Beth got the answer right. I had to I'm tell sure you what it was. <sighs> yes, you did actually.
7: <laughs> alright, alright. Nick, Dark Side, stop crying because F you, you guys have no points. F, F you, you should be banned. Yeah, F me?
0: Yeah, no, F you. <laughs> Nick, you're going to start off
7: the Blitzkrieg round with two automatic points. Yeah, yeah. Way to go. <laughs> Wait All right.
0: I'm doing good this week.
7: I want no controversy because the Blitzkrieg round starts now for the schizophrenia painting. Behind me, I'm starting with D Snyder. What's the most difficult poultry to raise? Chickens. Dark side. Chickens. No, Nick. Turkey. Nick. Yeah. Moving on to Beth. What stringed instruments are placed directly in front of the conductor? Cello. that's too late. D! Violence! No, Darkseid! Uh, uh... Beth was too late, Nick! Viola! Viola! (laughs) It was the cellos, but Beth Ah. was too late. Uh. Moving on to Beth. According to D. Snyder's Teenage Survival Guide, how many different expressions does D. use for the term masturbation? 17. No, D. <laughs> Three. Oh, no, close. Dark side. Four. Yes, dark side. One well, point. <laughs> Moving on to Nick. What handicap device did Ronald Reagan start sporting in 1983, sparking a 500% increase in inquiries?
2: I can again. Oh, no, no. Beth. Eyeglasses. No, D. <laughs> no, nose no. Job. Dark
7: side. <laughs> Penis implant. Oh, hearing aid. Moving back to <clears throat> Nick. What can't a Bass and jai dog do? Uh,. Too late, moving on to Beth. Grow hair. No, D, D, D. D. Bark. Yes, D, (laughs) one point. Moving on to Dark Side, Dark Side. According to D. Snyder's Teenage Survival Guide, after masturbating for the very first time, what happened to D's hand? It got hair on it. No, (laughs)
2: dick. Carp
7: tunnel, carp tunnel. No, nothing. D, it smiled. No, it fell asleep, D. (laughs) Page 57, chapter 2.
11: That was a good chapter. Oh, man. All right. Well, Sean, please read them and weep. Well psycho, it's no big surprise that the big baby over there dark side oh. is the big loser with just oh. 1 point. Yeah. Beth, I'm sorry to say you came in at right on the bottom with two, only 2 points. Nick, surprising <laughs> us all with 3 and D, you're the big winner this week with 4 points.
1: Yes! Well, keep in mind it, two of Nick's points were given to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I kicked ass this week.
1: Yeah. You did. Oh, wow. You did, D, and you have redeemed
0: cool... myself. I know Suzette side? has a great
1: <laughs> place for that in the house.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm gonna let Darkseid take a look at it, Dark Side. Know, it I could be it. yours. <laughs> it's pretty sweet that thing, huh? I'll okay, start we'll talk it. after 50 the show. Cents. <laughs> <Back again>. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Way to go, D. You didn't even need the extra lifeline this week. You can find it on eBay, Dark Side. I'm <laughs>
0: yeah, right. that bad boy <laughs> off. Make you pl- place your bets. All right. That was a pretty sweet ride. Oh, God, after playing so bad last week, I actually vindicated myself this week. Saga boss, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Beth, the news is next. What's going on?
1: New study says women think about their hair more than they think about sex. I'll give you the details. Also, experts say that barbecuing appeals to men's basic animal instincts.
3: Oh, 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 oh.
1: Also, the Weed Olympics are set to get underway <laughs> up at Yukon. Dark side, it might not be what you think it is. Uh. Also, Heinz is unveiling yet another catch-up for the masses. I don't know if you knew this, but it is International uh, Zeppo Marx Week. I'll tell you how you can get involved in
0: that. Zeppo, the fifth little-known Marks brother. Yeah, Zeppo.
1: And the love lives of not only Anna Kornikova, but also Venus Williams.
0: How yeah. you doing? Right on. And Rock Cats tickets. When we return, the Saturday Radio Night at the Rock Cats coming tomorrow night. So uh, this is one of your last chances to join the show. Stick around for more D-Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104.
6: WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. <laughs> he
5: needs controversy keep him famous because of his unfortunate dearth of talent.
0: Shut your mouth.
6: D-Snyder Radio. It's
0: was nice to meet a fan.
6: On Radio 104. We had a uh, breakdown here. Now back to D-Snyder Radio.
0: Stop talking right now! What do you mean? A Friday on d Radio. OzFest Week continues with d Radio special edition OzFest Family Feud. Head on over to Radio104.com and answer this week's OzFest-flavored uh, peeps poll questions. Radio104.com. Okay? Go over there. So we have a nice sampling for the big game. By the way, Monday at, what time was it? 10 o'clock again? 10 o'clock. Is the first installment of a new VH1 series. That series, it's five episodes next week, called "From the Waste Rock and Roll from the Waste Down." And they interviewed me extensively for it, and got a letter that says that they used my stuff in there. So each night they have another hour edition. It's basically about sex and rock and roll. Um, today at four o'clock, I'm calling into MSNBC for some to be interviewed. They're talking about this 20th anniversary of MTV. And tonight at eight o'clock, the MTV 20th anniversary party begins. I'm going to be there, and uh, they're supposed to speak to me. Hopefully, in the first hour, because I told them, "Dude, I got to get the hell out of there. I got to get back home, and got the big game tomorrow. Got to get up for the show." So uh, you might want to check in on that as well. And all day today, started. It probably already started at 11 minutes ago. MTV is going back to the old school. From 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., they're going to do videos all day like they did in the day. You know, I guess with VJ interruptions, but no lifestyle stuff like they've been doing recently. Okay, I uh, got some reaction here. News is coming up. We'll have a traffic break for you in just a minute. Uh, let's see. It's a letter, uh, some reactions to our interview yesterday with David Draymond from Disturbed. It says, D and the crew, here's my idea for a MasterCard commercial. One ticket, forty nine dollars and fifty cents. Cheap, crappy T-shirt, twenty five dollars. Watching D. Snyder and Disturbed kick the Backstreet Boys' ass, priceless. That's later. That's Tony. Um, okay, let's see. And here's another letter from Franklin. Never grow up now. Bladdos in Matatuck, Long Island. Uh, D, great interview with Disturbed Frontman yesterday. I love the idea of you guys mashing the Backstreet Boys. That really sort of caught people's fancy. It says, P.S., now that Jared has put those ugly rumors to rest, we got to know, man, are he and Pamela Anderson no longer an item? <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't put that rumor to rest, did he, did he uh, Frank? No. no, he did not. And CJ writes, regarding Jared, subject to Jared, head tilt, D, you're right. I watched the latest Jared commercials, you know, for Subway, and he does have the head tilt, much like my dog does when I say cookie kibble or walk. <laughs> Look, watch him. He doesn't say anything. He just like tilts his head a little, and that he seems, smirks like, a little bit. Yeah, Patton didn't move. Like he's confused. <laughs> he says the same thing when you say Subway. His head tilts. Has he ever had uh,
1: lines? I don't remember that he ever had any lines. No,
0: he, he waves, <laughs> smiles. <laughs> They don't let him talk. The guy's a bump on a log. I mean, he's done great <laughs> things with him. And God bless him. He, you know, certainly he never intended to have a career in television. So, you know, but uh, he could have done a little better on the personality department. And the last letter comes in from Gilio And this is uh, subject exploding whale. Mm-hmm. So, Dee, I heard Beth's news story about a whale and sharks that it reminded me of a video I saw on the internet. This was the story of the dead whale that the sharks in Australia are feeding on. First, the problem was that uh, people were climbing on the whale to view the sharks. Some were petting the sharks. Now they got the people off and the decaying carcass is posing a health risk. Is that right, Beth?
1: Yeah, they're afraid that it's going to wash to shore
0: and they're trying to figure out what the hell to do with this thing and talking about dragging it out to sea or something like that. Well, he goes on to say that in 1970, a huge whale washed up on shore, and the locals decided to use a ton of TNT to blow it up. I included the link to the WWW site that contained the entire news story in quick-time format. It's pretty funny. So what, they've got the whale being blown up?
2: I guess
0: here's the address. Darkside, get ready to type. It's of course HTTP colon backslash backslash www hackstat. Let me spell that: H A C K S T A D T hackstat dot backslash features backslash whale. Julio, if there's actual QuickTime video of a whale being blown up, I owe you my next child. I mean, that is so cool. Dark side. See if you can find that thing, man. That'll be awesome. All right. Well, we're looking for that. I think it's time to get a traffic update and we'll get into some news. Oh, 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 stop. Before traffic, let me just take care of business here, okay? I'm sorry, Psycho. I didn't mean to get you all excited there. Just take a breath because I got to tell people that tomorrow's the big game. That's right. Thursday night, August 2nd. At New Britain Stadium, D Snyder Radio is taking 300 peeps down. We're going to gorilla into section 201, and we're watching the New Britain hats do their thing on the New Haven Ravens. Okay, it's going to be a good time, and if you want to be part of the action, be calling number 10, and only calling number 10, at 860-666-4444, and you will win a four-pack of tickets. Four tickets to join us tomorrow night when we do our thing on D. Radio. Okay, give me a traffic update, Psycho Dan.
6: D. Radio
1: headlines. Well, Waterbury Mayor Philip Giordano will have to wait until Friday to see if he can postpone in his alleged child sex case. Yesterday's hearing in Bridgeport Federal Court was postponed, so Giordano's lawyer could familiarize himself with the case. Giordano's wife says her husband is innocent and doesn't expect him to resign as mayor.
0: There you go. See, somebody wrote in earlier and said, hey, guilty till proven innocent here. You know, let's not forget that. He's being, guy being crucified in the paper. He does, he has shown scumbag tendencies in the past, though, hasn't he?
1: <laughs> I think so. <laughs>
0: Maybe a little. By the way, Michelle from Meriden won the Rock Hats ticket, so you can stop calling. Welcome to the party, Michelle.
1: Well, is there a serial killer on the loose in Hartford? That's what city detectives are trying to find out. Officers say the unsolved deaths of five city women have several factors in common. All of the women were about the same age. They were found in secluded areas and all died from blows to the head and neck. So the investigation is ongoing.
0: That would be a bad thing.
1: I don't like the sound of that.
0: Yeah, that would be a bad thing. Those serial killers. Few
1: men get off relatively easy in the serial killer scenario.
0: Oh, yeah. And, you know, those serial killers are just so full of crap. Ooh, they're so badass. They're always serial killing weaker people. There's never been a serial killer who took professional wrestlers out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pro football players, serial killer. Now, that's going to, you're going to get my respect. I mean, not that I would approve of somebody killing professional football players, but at least that would show you some, you know, that you were a badass. But a guy who, you know, what, Joel Rifkin. You know, Mako did a lot of interviews. He was badass. He he took uh, on petite drug-ridden prostitutes. Well, hooker is the
1: worst because they get in your car. There's not even 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 Ted Bundy had to have a rap
0: first. I was boning a lady (laughs) in (laughs) that. Yeah, I know. I mean, where's the challenge? You know, or Jeffrey Dahmer, petite. Gay men who he seduced at a gay club and brought back to his apartment. I mean, it's just it's it's it, it sucks. They do pick on the weaker ones in the, that out there, you know. Just knock
1: it off. Well, now that human cloning ban has passed the House, efforts to pass a similar ban in the Senate have bipartisan support. The House passed a measure last night that bars cloning even to research illnesses such as Alzheimer's and Lou Gehrig's disease.
0: do like. I tell you ones. what tell you what you know what i would love to give scientists the power to use cloning to benefit mankind but there's too many i I don't think they're the right people to have that power (laughs) i think that i think that there are people who will seriously abuse that
1: it's that old saying if you give scientists an inch they take a mile
0: yes it's the old saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the old saying, and, you know, because they, I mean, well, first of all, you got people who are, put the money issue aside, and just, you know, that, that, that scientists, as a rule, so this is just my, you know, observation, are focused on the technology and focused on, the, you know, just the possibilities, I mean, that's their interest. That's why they're so caught up in that. And they're not really, they don't seem as caring about the moral issues or, or the, you know, those things as far as that's concerned. And I know morality is definitely something that's, you know, that's a matter of opinion. But I think it's a dangerous, I, I don't just. I don't totally disagree with them, like, you know, clamping down on it. Making sure it stays under yeah. control. I mean, think about this. Think about this. Cloning. Taken to taken to its insane end, could mean multiple nicks. What's,
3: What's
0: You up? know, he, What's thinks <laughs> 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 I mean, th- he thinks he's the excrement. I mean, he thinks he's he thinks he's God's gift. He <laughs> <laughs> has no problem making multiples of himself and just sitting around, just marveling how fabulous he What's is.
3: How <laughs> <up? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> <So> good. <laughs>
1: these <laughs> 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 more bullets there a bunch of them dark side <laughs> <laughs> well women here in the United States apparently think about their hair almost as often as they think about sex salon selectives questioned a thousand women a variety of questions and here are some of the results That's my <laughs> yeah. women think about sex on average 48 minutes a day Their hair they think about for 43 minutes a day. One in five women say they'd give up great sex or personal wealth if they could have eternally perfect hair.
0: Oh, I think my wife is on that list. (laughs) Totally. I think she thinks about the hair way more. Hours more. Really? Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, she's not sexually motivated. She is definitely hair motivated. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's about the hair, and and she's, like, so frustrated with her hair in, in recent years. I think she'd give up her children wow. for perfect hair, for, like, hair that was, just like, eternally just looked killer.
1: I suppose when I'm drying my hair in the morning, I, I'm not really even thinking about it, but... Uh, I see it in the mirror, and I think it looks bad. I certainly don't spend forty-three minutes a day thinking about my hair.
0: Oh, Suzette, way more than that, hours. But she, you know, she's got a hairdresser's license. She's very, you know, makeup, hair, clothes. Mm -hmm. She's a, you know, FIT graduate. She's a cosmetologist. She's got all that. So I mean, that's her focus. So she's in the hours on that stuff.
1: Thirty-eight percent of women say they'd rather be late for an important meeting than show up with bad hair. 76% 76% say by the end of the day, they usually end up putting up their hair in a ponytail or a bun. Two in five women say they'd like to have someone else's hair. Favorites include Julia Roberts and Jennifer Aniston. And also two in five women say they have changed their hairstyles to please men.
0: Nick spends 43 minutes thinking about his pubic hair. <laughs> so, I mean, he's, he's up there with I that. Hey. somebody's
6: fabulous!
0: <laughs> uh... Tom, the scientist, is on the phone to tell me he cares about people. Okay. Well, I didn't say every scientist doesn't care about people, Tom. Hey, D. How's it going? All right. Are you a scientist? Yes, I am.
5: And what's and, your field of,
0: what's your speciality, Tom?
5: Um, by training, I'm a biochemist, but I've been in the uh, diagnostic industry
0: for 10 years. And, and uh, or, What's that? You're here to tell me that you care about people?
5: Yes, I do. And uh I think human cloning would be useful in terms of uh, like organ- organs for uh people that need them and such like that uh you know you guys were talking earlier about uh giving a kidney to Nick. Why would you have to give one up if you
0: could b- create one in a laboratory?
2: Yeah, that'd be awesome. A lung too, man.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Tom. Uh, well, what I, I started saying is, I totally agree with that. But there's just this fear that it could get some kind of thing could run away with itself, and you'd have these oh, I, very wealthy I, people like. I understand like, that um, people get greedy.
1: Uh-oh. Now, if scientists could Tom, only fix the cell phone.
0: Yeah, work on that cell phone. I <laughs> want to more about that.
1: <laughs> well, so-called experts in the field say barbecues bring out men's primal instincts.
0: You know, excuse me. Yes. Is this just on that hair thing? Yeah. I mean, just to, just you know, backing up what you were saying about people being preoccupied with the hair. Psycho Dan, the reason he shaved his head was because he was so preoccupied with his afro. He never left the house. He just had this huge afro. Real old school thing. Finally that. just said... I can't stop, you know, fiddling with it. He's Boy. corn,
1: you know, put the pick in it. You
0: know, cornrows some days, <laughs> uh, <laughs> threads another day, you know. Boy. <laughs> so, it's, it's, but he finally just said, you know, shave it and let me get on with my life. Yes. Hey, i white
8: women.
1: At? That's all right.
0: <laughs> so, what were you saying about the barbecue? Because you know, I'm interested in this. Well, yes, yeah.
1: experts are saying that barbecues bring out men's primal instincts. They say you all are unable to resist the lure of lighting an open fire and feeding your family.
7: duly noted.
1: Territorial barbecues (laughs) are said to be a throwback to the Stone Age when men needed to show women that they could light fire and supply her with food. Professor of sociology, Sociology and Gender Studies at a university in England says men like to do things outside which are highly visible. It's more prestigious than working behind windows and doors Barbecuing is a civilized remnant of archaic times.
0: Nobody knows that better than moi. <laughs> you know how I love the queue. <laughs>
1: That's why you have it. The giant Weber positioned yes. so all can see it.
0: So all can see it and it's uh, usable all year round. In the winter, nothing I like better. The Dark Side, I don't know if you're barbecuing at all yet, but I mean in the dead of winter during a snowstorm. Yeah. I like being out there, standing by the fire, fighting the elements. Oh, it's a big production. Providing family.
1: Stand back. I am going to light the grill. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I don't use... Yeah, you got to arrange the coals. You got to get the fire. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. And Suzette so gives me a lot of crap about overcooking the food. Hey, you know what else is very, uh, very much very primal? Lighting farts. <laughs> that goes way back. Hey,
1: I'll have a study on that tomorrow. A Florida man, speaking of eating, will pit his stomach against international opposition in a $50,000 eating competition. 40-year-old Bob Middleton will appear on a Japanese TV food show called Battle Club in a showdown with local men. Bob, you may remember, came to Notoria when he was thrown out of an all-you-can-eat China's, Chinese buffet for eating too much, making too many trips back to the buffet. We, we talked about him.
0: You'll hear three hours! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that guy.
1: And he's now known as the buffet <laughs> king and hopes to scoop up the $50,000 prize. He said, quote, a chance to win $50,000 and go to Japan? Sign me up. Each contestant will be weighed before and after they eat, and the one who eats the least weight is eliminated in each round of food uh, tournament of the gluttons held by the show previously had contestants eating until things came back up
0: oh my god oh my god i just hope there's not some tragedy when bob like is carried away and eats the other contestants <laughs> <laughs> That would be, tra- be horrible i hope
1: they know about think. this guy's reputation over there
0: yeah. But the yeah, Japanese
1: you- are notoriously famous for winning these eating contests. So I think he's got tough competition.
0: Lardas, Lardas. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, pep talk, Dark said. <laughs> remember remember Meatballs? Of course. When, when that guy was going against the stomach to eat the most hot yeah. dogs and Bill Murray's giving him the pep talk and talk. They talk <laughs> No no not that one. Over there. They're he's right. listening mm-hmm. to the hot dog. You can do it. You can beat the stomach. You know what? Why don't we send Scuba Steve to Japan? But he could take a guy on. He could kick ass. Pizza
1: you can his, do it. his specialty is pizza. Well, a competition Darkside Dave described as the Weed Olympics is about to get underway at Yukon. Oh, so. <clears throat> Teams from nine universities will take part in the Northeastern Weed Olympics. Science Society's 18th Annual Collegiate Weed Olympics.
0: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: Here's the sad part, Dark Side. Competitors must be able to name at least 80 different species and know the effects of herbicides on weeds and crops.
4: (laughs) Oh,
0: it's actual weeds? (laughs) Like garden weeds
3: and stuff? That's right.
4: What kind of crap
0: is that? Willie Harrison just heard (laughs) what you just said. He just turned his car around. He's headed back to California.
1: (laughs) Among the tougher tests is the quick-draw challenge of being able to set up a pesticide spray gun by working out the appropriate speed, nozzle selection, and pressure. The grueling one-day, eight-hour event will be held at stores. Last year, Virginia Tech won the graduate uh. competition. Ohio State won the undergrad. Come on, UConn.
0: Uh, you know, they use a catchy name to get people's attention. Weed Olympics. They know what people are thinking. Mm-hmm. Who wants to, you know, do a, perform before a crowd that's misled? Shut up! A, man! <laughs> a bunch of dark side stoner friends sitting out there going. Wait a minute. What's this? What's going on here?
1: There's just this open space and across the field all of the stoners are staring at the farmers. It's a standoff. Yeah.
0: With their high times T shirts <laughs> and why be normal, you know.
1: <laughs> well Heinz is hoping that purple ketchup will be as popular as green ketchup. You can look for the colorful ketchup. To be on shelves in September, it'll be called Funky Purple. They say it makes perfect business sense since they couldn't keep Blast in Green on store shelves after its launch. Like the green ketchup, the purple ketchup will come in a plastic squeeze bottle, specially designed with a narrow nozzle to let kids paint their food with precision.
10: Hi, folks.
5: Uh, it's the so Super to see you. <laughs>
1: It's for kids. <laughs>
0: Sure it is. I've yet to see the green ketchup anywhere. Uh, oh, it's
1: all uh, over the stores. I've seen it.
0: Is it? Do well, you look in the ketchup because aisle? Uh, I have, but I'm, I'm, you know, I, I haven't made my way uh, I, there to the stores too often. But when I've happened upon the ketchup aisle, I do look for it, and I don't notice it. Hmm, maybe
1: it's sold out all the time.
0: Yeah, Sean's wait, waiting for white ketchup. <laughs> really likes that. That whole yeah, you know, that look. I can imagine it's something you know, come, else. Yeah, of course you uh.
1: can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very subtle, Sean.
0: Apparently, <laughs> yeah. what do you get in your own show? Uh, <laughs> the uh,
3: uh,
0: The purple ketchup uh. actually, in color, won out over like orange, yellow, which I think would look like mustard. Mm. They, they went through a bunch of different colors. Red, No, red is what they've got. (laughs) They're
1: getting rid of red ketchup altogether.
0: (laughs) No more red ketchup. I think they should have blue ketchup. That'd be cool. Blue. Yeah.
1: Well, so far there are three, so that's fun for kids for sure. My kids
0: haven't even asked for it. They haven't even mentioned it. Do
1: they know that it's out there?
0: No, we keep them in the dark.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, speaking of cool food products, Diet Coke will soon be available with a citrus Flavor. Coca-Cola of North America will begin offering Diet Coke with a lemon flavor. They're going to test market it in a large city in the Midwest. They won't say exactly where this coming September. Lemon Diet Coke will be introduced in additional markets throughout the next year. I would love that. I always put lemon in my diet soda.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that would seem to be a natural. Yeah. How many times you pick up, you get a Coke, and there's a little squeeze of lemon in there?
1: Didn't Pepsi have some soda a long time ago, one of those ones with the... Uh, saccharin in it that had um, lemon flavor
0: don't remember pepsi up big, or something not a big pepsi or coke you know person mm. per se so i don't know but i would think they would have done that ages ago yeah. you know what thinking about this ketchup thing they should bring they bring back black ketchup that's old school, Beth. They had that when I was a kid. Oh. Black. Oh.
1: They did. Badass.
0: <laughs> sure. It's the original color. I see.
1: Oh, yes. The black tomatoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Well, Zeppo Marx doesn't usually get much respect. He's often considered the forgotten Marx brother. However, Hold a some... second. did
0: anybody know that Zeppo Marx was a Marx brother?
1: I've heard of Zeppo.
0: Dark Side? Yeah, I've heard the name. Okay, you you want to talk about, go ahead. I'll tell you about Forgotten after you tell me about Zeppo. Go ahead. Well,
1: there are a lot of people, though, who think that Zeppo is worthy of respect. And the Society for the Prevention of Abuse to Zeppo, or SPAS, is declaring August International Zeppo Awareness Month. In the past, Spaz members have tried to point attention to Zeppo's talent as the straight man for Groucho, Chico, and Harpo, and for his other qualities. And this year, the group is asking people to find a Zeppo in their own lives, someone who's underappreciated, and give credit where credit
0: is due. I'm going to call AJ Paro up right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's the Zeppo of Twisted Sister. (laughs) Actually, there's another Marx brother who's even less known than Zeppo. Does anybody know what his name? Yep, there was a six.
1: Uh Gumbo?
0: Close Gummo. His name was Gummo, that's right. Did you just, did you make that up or uh, something in your mind?
1: Yeah, it was something in my mind.
0: Yeah, Gummo, yeah. He actually he was an older brother and he was performed with him in vaudeville and then like just, you know, said, This blows. <laughs> Big mistake. But yeah, Gummo marks. Hmm. Zeppo. Zeppo's other good qualities? None. <laughs> 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 he you know he used to sing in all the movies. The singing Marx Brothers, who cares? The handsome one, apparently, as well, so, I don't know.
1: Let me just tell you two more quick things. Anna Kornikova, remember there was speculation that she had gotten married and then her father, among others, had said it's not true? Well, she was at a tennis tournament playing in a doubles match with Martina Hingis, her partner, and she was wearing what looks suspiciously like not only a giant engagement ring, but also a wedding band. Now, no statement was issued, but people again are speculating that she is in fact married to 31-year-old hockey player Sergei Fedorov.
0: Was she walking a little differently?
1: She was playing tennis.
0: <laughs> oh, she was waddling around the court. <laughs> well,
1: that seals it, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> it's true, right, right, Nick? You told me that that they walk different. Oh, of course they do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that an amazing stupid concept, guys? Have that they walk different when they, after you lose your virginity?
1: What do you I've mean? never even heard that. Nice Bieber. I never. anybody else ever I just hear that? It stuffed.
11: Yeah, it's true. Think.
1: how do you know Sean yeah. <laughs> yeah.
11: <laughs> no you can no there's a certain way it's, it's hard to explain but there's, there's a certain way that women walk after they've lost their virginity
1: so you think that you can tell by watching a woman walk or do you have to see her before and after
11: before and um, after of course yeah, no, I think you could, yeah, I could look at her D, when she's Sean just walking. Sean has a better inside. eye
1: for these kind of
11: things. Oh, okay. So,
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying,
11: I can watch a woman walk down, you know, and say, okay, she's a virgin.
1: You are so, so
2: full Nick, of it. Nick, I've seen, uh, I would see Sean noticing guys walking a little bit more funny
3: <laughs> than women. <laughs> i a really nice. smart man. Yeah, Thanks
0: for the help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, Nick's there for you. <laughs>
1: Well, and also, finally, Venus Williams, who we usually don't hear much about her love life. She is apparently fallen for her bodyguard. She's been seeing David Tomassoni, a hunky Italian security guard who protected her during a tournament in Rome two years ago. They've been seen frolicking together at a public pool and holding hands by a candlelight dinner at a romantic bistro in Italy. Friends are comparing yeah. the romance to that in the movie The Bodyguard making oh,
0: jungle love.
1: Is um, a political uh, and <laughs> studying political economics at the University of Florence Swissly? and still works part time as a bodyguard.
0: Hmm. Italian guy. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, you kind had that feeling, didn't you? You had that feeling that they would go for the uh, for the Italian stallion, right? Of course. Yeah, they, they like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I got to make
2: my way over to the Williams sisters. <laughs> there's another sister. <laughs> That's waiting. right, there's another I sister. No. I know.
1: <laughs> Anaheim beat the Red Sox 4-3, Texas over the Yankees 6-2. Houston beat the Mets 3-2. Partly sunny up ratings for a high today. Tonight clear 60s and tomorrow mostly sunny and low 90s. Right now it's 64 at 39.
0: <sighs> All right, well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for, once again, uh, at the OzFest with Mudbone, a special feature on this week's uh, OzFest Week on D-Signor Radio, of course. And we have an interview that we taped when we were down there last week uh, with Lincoln Park. We talked to Chester and Phoenix, um, and, and like I said, I got the producer's seal of approval, a special unsolicited phone See, call came I knew the stupid phone call was just like I should have never no. done it.
1: Wait, wait, but wait, 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 needs wait! Positive wait. affirmation.
0: I didn't. Did I mean, I'm, he thinks I'm goofing on him. I'm not, honestly. <laughs> When you say like when you say the special seal of approval, it makes me feel. Oh, okay. Late, well, I am like you know, I, I am sort of. <laughs> no, just, hamming it up. But I thought, but uh, that meant a lot. You don't call all the time to well, say. Well, yeah, I don't like calling good.
2: you and bothering you with things during the day. And I just so
0: you, I mean, you were so the, you were, you were very uh, you were listening to the uh, interview and you were impressed enough to call and uh, and and say something nice. I don't. Yeah, I found it that. interesting. It was good. That meant a lot to me. Good. So, I, uh, so I do appreciate it. Um, so and I, I was just I was sort of bragging about that that I got the gold star.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get gold stars here at these radio. Nick gives them out. It's really cool. We got a chart, and if like you get a, like a whole line of gold stars, you get like pen and pencil set. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> With Nick's on the pen, and when you turn it upside down, his clothes fall off. Uh it's disgusting all right <laughs> and ooh uh, puppy cook <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly and I got some reactions as well oh and off the babysitter for Connor in here is interesting yeah some people a bunch of people writing in and there was an article in the newspaper uh, about Ray Hull the kick ass race car driver
4: uh, that's Roy Hull I said Ray yeah
0: I meant Roy I meant Roy. It's <laughs> they say Ray, just just that uh, just Ray's brother. Uh, Roy Hull. Okay, so I want to share that with you as well. So uh, the interview with <laughs> Lincoln Park and at the Oscars with Mudbone. Coming up next on D Snyder Radio. Do stick around, it's Radio 104.
6: D Snyder
0: Radio. Zip
6: zip. I'm there on radio. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 30
0: million people hear what you got to say. That's oh, going to be awesome. As far as the quality of it. We didn't argue with them much. <laughs> on
6: Radio 104.
0: Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio. OzFest week continues. OzFest, of course, coming to the Meadows. Sold out show this Sunday. Radio 104 will be there. Loud and proud. Uh, and tomorrow we're going to be talking to Twiggy of Marilyn Manson. An interview that uh, was hard fought, to say the least. I'm kind of disgusted with them. But I'll talk about that some more later. And uh, Friday, special newscast, entertainment news, Beth Lockwood. She's always got this story. She's got the inside track on Hollywood. She is hooked in.
1: Oh, I've got my
0: finger on the pulse, all right. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And right now, I want to tell you how you can win... My sea Personal Watercraft. That's right. You can win My Sea-Doo, Personal Watercraft. Now through September 3rd, all you got to do is register at any of three locations. Humphreys East in New Haven, Humphreys West in Westbrook, or Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury, where I picked the Sea-Doo up. And by the way, say hi to owners Bob or Phil when you're there. And uh, register, what is it? Like a box or something that's there at the place? Yeah, we, Nick, have, registr-
2: we have registration boxes. All you got to do is fill out a little slip with your information, stick it in the box, and you're entered in the contest.
0: Right. And on September 6th, I'll be giving it up to one lucky listener. And this thing is so choice. It's a 2001 C2 GS two seater. It's worth more than seven grand. Comes with a trailer and everything. It's just. I'm telling you, it's awesome. The fam has a blast on this thing. And you can register all the way up to Labor Day, which would be 104 Fest. And then a winner's name will be pulled on September 6, 2001. I got to see you for the summer. Register now and make it yours for the rest of your life. God, that's poetic. Okay, Psycho Dan Traffic, Police. Hey,
7: this traffic report is brought to you by Amica Insurance Auto Home Life Integrity. All right, traffic beginning to break up now out there. 84 East is delay-free. 84 West, just a little bit of uh, steady traffic leading up from Exit 62 up to Exit 57, where that off-ramp has been open. There's no problem there, just a little bit of leftover traffic. Then it gets a little bit heavier over the bulkley Bridge. 91 South, a little bit of steady traffic, mostly in the right lane from Exit 34 into downtown. 91 North is delay-free. Route 2, just a little slow from Exit 3 up to the flyover. 91 South into New Haven looks good. 95 South, just a little bit busy approaching the Q Bridge. Once again, down in downtown New Haven, a bunch of streets are closed for repaving. I'll list them off quickly right now. Liberty Street between Edgar, Richard, and Dyer Street. Cedar Street between Carlisle and Columbus. Chapel Street between Orange and College. Howard Ave between 5th and Columbus. All closed for repaving. That's all this week. At 850, I'm Cycle Dan with the Spot and Record Report on Radio Radio 104.
0: All right, we've got some reactions here before we get into our interview with the guys from Lincoln Park and Brand uh, and at, at the OzFest with Mudbone coming up immediately after this, so hold on. Um, I told you yesterday that I was contacted by the producers, people over at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and in September, October, they're doing a rock and roll, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and they asked me if I would be on, I said, yeah, I'll be on. Task in Oakville says, D, uh, just a quick idea. How about having a trivia contest for us peeps to be one of D's lifelines? Not that you'll need it, of course. Of course. I mean, come on. You're not really considering having Nick as one, are you? There could be questions in certain types of categories where you might want some backup. I think that's interesting. I do, too. I, do too. I, think, that, uh, I think that's a, a distinct possibility because I think I get a few lifelines. and Why can't one of them be a really good... Rock trivia peep. You know, is why don't we... Now,
1: is it all rock related or is yeah. it just rock stars? Oh, so the questions are oh, all about music.
0: N- actually, I don't know about that. I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong.
1: It's not like but- rock and roll Jeopardy, I don't think. It's probably just more like rock people are answering similar questions to usual. But easier. I mean, they may- They make them easier. If you ever see Celebrity Jeopardy, it's a lot easier than they have for the brain. Well, yes.
2: well,
0: what I want to get the d- an answer
2: to that. Well, what they do on uh, when they have uh, celebrities on, like uh, this week they have a bunch of actors and stuff. Um, uh, what they do is the first round up to $1,000, uh, you get help from the other celebrities that, that are there. They'll yell out the answers if you don't know it. So you're basically getting to that $1,000 mark anyway. But the questions don't change. They're all still all over the place generally question but
1: do they seem a little easier
2: um no they get I mean it's always easy up to a thousand anyway and after that they get they get harder as you go along definitely well
0: I'll find out for sure but anyway slice it so if it's rock and roll millionaire and the questions are rock oriented then we'll do some trivia on the air we'll have a you know a contest and we'll get one lifeline from the peeps who's really good with that if it's general knowledge then we'll do some general knowledge trivia and we'll uh, get some Someone who wins to be one of my lifelines who's got the general knowledge thing down. You know? I mean, that's... uh, So, I think that's something to definitely consider. Good idea. That came in from uh, Task in Oakville. And we'll consider it. Now, here's an article, actually. And it's from Friday's Journal Inquirer. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes. Journal Inquirer. And uh, it's uh, by Matt Buckler. And it's about, you know, racing. And the first half of the article seems to be about somebody else who we don't care about. Then, the second half of the article is about, uh, it says, Resurgent Roy. I'm going to read this. Race cars are breeding grounds for decals and bumper stickers. Seeing a car without a decal is like seeing a cocktail lounge without a neon sign. Most of these decals are supplied by auto parts manufacturers, but there are some differences Roy Hoole of Stafford, for example, has the only late model car in the paddock of Stafford Motor Speedway with D. Snyder stickers on his car. Yeah, Roy! Sorry, I called you Ray earlier. Roy! <laughs> Woo! But there is a logical explanation. One of Hool's sponsors is WMRQ FM 104.1, right on, radio one oh four, a modern rock radio station located in Hartford. Quote they got a great bunch of guys at the station, and D. Snyder has really been supportive. Unquote, Hull said. It's made a big difference for me. Yeah, we're there for you, Roy. I almost said Ray again. We're there for you, Roy. Darkside every week's been saying, you know, check them out, check them out with what the hell's going on this weekend. It goes on to say, so has Hull who is in his third year driving a Stafford late model. Oh, so I'm I'm skipping here, it says. He currently is in sixth place at Stafford Stafford standings with four top five finishes in 13 races. Yeah, yeah, Brother Hool, Good for you, man. Good for you. You're making us look good. Thanks, buddy. He's getting the coverage, and uh, people should go down there and cheer him on. Let him know. Hold up the D-Euro, the big D-Euros, let them know that you support Brother Roy. And lastly, oh, I told you somebody wants to babysit. Subject, I'm available. D, this message is for Dark Side. Does Connor need a babysitter? Signed, Paula Poundstone.
3: <laughs> that's cool.
0: She's offering. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> there you go. That's
0: <guys>, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's <laughs> very cool. Wait a minute, Zalman's on the phone. Uh oh. Maestro, dig out his music. Yes. Who signed the Z? Shined? Signed? signed. Zalman! Zalman says Nick is wrong again. Welcome back to the show, Zalman. Hello, D. How yeah, are you? It's not
5: completely off, but it's 32 they can help you up to. So you're guaranteed, oh. essentially, unless they. Um, screw you up unless it's a really tough sixty thousand dollar one or something. You're guaranteed to get up to thirty two and then you start using your other lifelines.
0: So okay, so so yeah, I thought that was kinda low, Nick. They let you get all the way up to a <laughs> thousand. That doesn't make you look too good. So it's thirty two grand and um have they had a rock and roll millionaire before?
5: They've had a rock star one that um Gene Simmons was at Lars Rick, but then a couple of not very rock people as well. Um, What's her name? Amy Grant was in that one, too. But
1: they don't ask just rock-oriented questions, right? They ask general knowledge questions?
5: The only one that I've ever seen that they've asked specific questions was one Super Bowl one. Everything else has been general Mm -hmm. knowledge. They sometimes kind of throw you a bone in there. Like, they'll usually include a fairly easy music question in there for the musicians, Okay. That kind of thing. But other than that, it's generally a um, it's generally about as difficult as a regular one. And you'll some
1: be...
0: people, some ahead, people so. have done really well.
1: And you'll be giving the money to charity, do you right? I don't think you get to pocket it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Suzette was bummed about that. Yeah. She, she was like, you gotta do it. It'll be great. You can make some mind. I said, it's for charity. She goes, oh, that's... Just, F that.
1: Do you get to use it as a <laughs> deduction, though? Or is it because it's forced charity? You don't? Well, that's the
0: second thing. She said, well, it's a good deduction. I said, I don't think... I get the deduction. I think that that the TV show gets a deduction. Well, that's a question for tax lawyers. Uh, hey, Zaman, you're going to be on pretty soon, right? Yep, August 16th, Thursday night. All right, we're going to be teasing that, and you have been unable to say how well you've done. Correct. You can't say what questions you were asked. Correct. Can if you say I anything? In
5: the hot seat.
0: You can't say you were in the hot seat. Yep. You can't say anything.
5: Basically, but I can talk about the experience up to the start of the show. Well was Regis at least cool to
1: you, Zalman? <laughs> Did you guys bond?
5: Let's let's wait on that one. You can't okay. even say
3: that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Zomin. We will absolutely talk to you after it airs, and we will definitely let people know in the audience that you're going to be on, and many people want to see the legendary Z-Man, Zalman, on the air, and that's happening on the 16th of August. It's going to be a big week. August 14th, Twisted's, uh, the Twisted Sister. Uh, um, what was it? Oh, God, it was a tribute records coming out. The fifteenth, we're reuniting for an in store Long Island. The sixteenth, Zalman on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and the nineteenth. What's happening on the nineteenth? Oh, the behind music. the music. Oh my God, what a week that's going to be, Zalman. Yep. You're like the sixth sister. <laughs> okay, sort of like being
5: the eleventh knot.
0: Right, she's the eleventh knot. You're the sixth sister, Zalman. Everybody, thanks for calling in, man. And I wonder if I wonder if Z- oh, Zalman corrected Regis on pronouncing his own name.
1: You're gonna have to call him reege when you're on D. Reg,
0: I'll Reage. call reege Yeah, well, reege yeah, I'll call. Him. How about I call him Reggy, baby? Sure. How if I call you Reggy, baby? <laughs> Okay. All right. Listen, check this out. This is this week's On the Road with Mud Bones special edition. Check it out.
6: Welcome to On the Road with Mudbone from Ozfest 2001. Hop in, ease the seat back, and enjoy the ride.
8: It is now time to take a break from all your international travels and visits this year's Ozfest. While Ozfest can be a straight-up trip to the brothers from the ghetto, you can't imagine my dismay when I discovered that Papa Roach was, in fact, one of the rock bands and not the man who invented the marijuana cigarette. However, if you are a first time OzFest virgin, which I suspect most of my African American compadres are, you will most definitely need some guidance to survive, or rather enjoy this concert event. Before entering the arena, scroll around the parking lot and observe some of the male bonding that has become traditional at OzFest. Be sure to take advantage of the many intoxicated white people by taking their beer. This is called tailgating, or as we say in the hood, robbing whitey blind of his liquor. After you've gotten your drink on, head inside and immediately purchase an Ozzy Osbourne t-shirt to blend in with the crowd. $30 is a small price to pay for your personal safety. Next up, tattoo and piercing. The more you have, the better. You don't actually have to get the piercing. Instead, just put on one of those arrow through the head gags and throw a baseball cap on to disguise it. OzFest huh. veterans will view this as being truly old school. You will notice that many of the ladies at OzFest get their tig old biddies decorated with body paint as a celebration of the human body. So drop your drawers and throw a fresh coat of paint on your genitalia. Be careful not to seal the hole. Don't stare too long at the tig old biddies as white boys tripping on acid do not appreciate a brother admiring the merchandise from afar. Chances are that at some point in the day, you will encounter what is known as a marsh pit. The marsh pit is Al Shopton's dream come true, a bunch of white people beating each other senseless. Should you get mixed up in the pit, it is important to know that bumping and running is frowned upon. Ozzy has made it a tradition to bite the head off of a living creature. In order to gain Ozzy's approval, Take a white boy with a freshly shaved head and bite the pearly white cantaloupe until Ozzy signal his approval. With blood streaming from your mouth, point to Ozzy and bark at the moon. And remember, to get rid of an itch from a mosquito bite, try applying soap on the area. You will experience instant relief.
6: We hope you enjoyed your ride. Join Mudbone next week with more on the road with Mudbone.
0: Fabulous, fabulous, in, and informative. People headed out to OzFest. Any brothers particularly headed out to OzFest uh, this coming weekend, Sunday, OzFest at the Meadows. All right, well, I think this is pretty self explanatory. We went to OzFest uh, about a week ago and did a bunch of interviews. Check this out.
4: It's D Snyder Radio. Everything you say to
6: me. On tour with OzFest 2001. Here's D from the Tweeter Center in Camden, New Jersey with Lincoln Park.
0: Hey, we're with Chester and Phoenix, the singer and bass player from Lincoln Park. Hey, guys, welcome to d Radio. How are you, Thanks man? For having us. Thanks for having us. We're good. We're at OzFest 2001. Beth Lockwood is in her glory. She is <laughs> the biggest metalhead. I mean, look at her. You can just tell She's like <laughs> oh, yeah, full she's on rocking. in the pit backstage with the bands. I
1: wish. Let's get this over with so the I can get leather out fancy there. The spikes
0: get me every time. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I can't believe that you're not already
1: pitting. I know. You are hold me back.
0: Believe me. <laughs> 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 Beth, this is like, this is sort of the opposite of what she'd be doing on a Saturday. We kind of dragged her. That's the beauty of Decider Radio. We, we realize it's kind of, our show's kind of like the breakfast club.
10: We've got like six <laughs> people who would never actually sit <laughs> with each other in the same room for any length of time. That's kind of what we had, uh, you know, we had that same idea with the band. Oh, is that, that what it is? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I got to ask this question. You know, there's these rumors out there that you guys are some... Assembled <laughs> rec- corporate <laughs> Boy band <laughs> Anti You know Answer to the boy bands so, uh, <coughs> Yeah This is all
10: I have to say about that I've been playing music And playing in bands Since I was 13 I made my first album When I was 16 These guys Have all grown up And known each other You know Since you know, Some of them since junior high through high school and college. They got the band together in 1996. They had another singer. It didn't work out. They moved separate ways, so they wanted to find somebody else. I happened to know a mutual friend. He gave me the demo, and I was like, this band kicks ass. Moved to L.A. We busted our balls, lived in our cars, quit our jobs, and worked 24 hours a day on this band and lived and breathed and crapped everything about this band for uh, uh, well over a year, you know, until we got signed with me and the band. So the band had already been around for five years. You know what I mean? So... All right. Okay. So, what's the real answer? <laughs>
9: <laughs> the real answer is that I think it's just because I'm I'm extremely good looking that yeah. everybody gets confused. They're like, "Whoa, what's that guy doing playing in like yeah. a?" Exactly. I yeah. thought
1: that as soon as you walked right. on the bus. Yeah. Traditionally.
10: Yeah. See Beth, you go. I said,
1: "Was oh, that band? a Backstreet Boy?"
10: Yeah, this is <laughs> the music. Hey, bo- hey easy. <laughs> in sync.
1: In sync. In sync. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's get real sorry, here. Sorry. Sorry.
10: We don't want to be second place,
0: now. <laughs> this is uh, traditionally this is the arena <clears throat> of
10: the ugly musician. Traditionally,
0: so you know. I've been trying to punch place. myself in the face every
10: day to yeah. kind of like you know ugly myself up but. and
0: I remember talking to Sebastian Bach from Skid Row when the whole scene started to change and he was freaking out because and he was like what am I supposed to do take a fork and stick it in my face <laughs> <laughs> <As> he, said, <laughs> he called me up <laughs> and I, said, I said dude trust me you're better off looking like you look just go with it what I like is is that you guys are completely and it's starting to happen in general it's not just you it's stained it's tool it's always bands are like so infiltrating the world of TRL that my eleven year old instead of listening to instinct and backstreet back with well, the backdoor boys somebody said before <laughs> you know are coming to me and saying Oh man, you're gonna see Yeah, you know, you're Lincoln Park You know, you're seeing Papa Roach You're seeing all these bands And they're so stoked about that So I'm happy
10: I think it's really cool, you know When any group Or any musician Or whatever Does really well But the thing that I think You know, has been missing From a lot of like You know, MTV And stuff like that Is the fact that There isn't just one Form of music That people enjoy That large masses of people enjoy And so like it's kind of nice to see bands like Papa Roach and even, you know, going into Limp Bizkit and even like Tool. And sometimes we get a little bit, we get squeezed in there every once in a while um, to kind of show that, hey, you know, all this music is fun and all of it's good and people can enjoy other things besides pop music on, mm-hmm. you know, on a on a large scale. and it, You know, it doesn't have to be spoon-fed to you every day. You know what I mean? But it's nice to be able to, Kind of get out there to, to a large group of people. The,
9: the first week the album came out, Chester was the highest bidder on how many we'd sell at eight thousand. He he was like, I bet it's gonna sell eight thousand. And our reaction was like, hey, You're insane. Man, like, that's a huge
10: number. I know. Yeah. I, was, yeah, yeah. Was, like, I, was, I was saying, like, dude, that's gonna be like the big thing. Yeah, I was the like rest of us were like stars, two, you
0: know, two and a half, two, two. Did you yeah. have a core following in L. A.? Yeah, we did. Oh, so you figured would turn out Because I'm
10: saying even that's like a big number. I figured you know? at least. I figured at least there was at least you know. A thousand kids on the street team that all promised stayed by the record, obviously, you know what I mean? So I figured that was a good solid Mm -hmm. thousand right there. And I think the rest of us were just
9: like, Man, don't get your hopes up, you know? Like don't we don't want you to be like super bummed out when we get the number back and maybe it's like we've set this high goal and we've sold a thousand in our first week. So what'd you sell? I think it was like forty six. Thousand, yeah, yeah, and that, that was like, <laughs> dude,
1: you must have bought <laughs> forty six records, forty
9: six. No, okay. but at that point, at that wow. point, I think for all of us, we were just like, you know, you're doing a, a count, a checklist in your head. I'm thinking like, okay, there's a thousand street kids that probably bought the album. I know my mom bought like three copies, <laughs> <laughs> like outside of that, this like who's buying all these yeah. albums. How cool is that? And it's continued. It's continued every week to be that kind of a feeling, you know, when you hear the numbers and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, so I for know us, exactly that's, exactly like, that. that's exciting enough. And then I think everything else is secondary or tertiary as far as video play and MTV and that kind of stuff. Like, it's We were just stoked to actually
10: get into a real studio and make a real record. Right.
0: Being a formerly very angry young man myself, but yes. I feel better now, and hopefully you too <laughs> will as, <laughs> as well in the future. We're I was, like, really th- pissed off at the world, and then all of a sudden after I sold 10 m- million records and had all that money, I felt a lot better. (laughs) It's like, what was I yelling about again? I don't know. Something about not wanting to take it. I want to take it all now. (laughs) Yeah, bring it on. (laughs) Yeah, more of that. But, um, you know, but I was like, I'm listening to your records and I'm saying, all right, I mean, it's really angry. It's really expressive. Love it, love it. You know, my kid's sitting there pumping their fists and getting pissed. I'm like, yeah, that's what it's all about. saying, But that mad without once uttering a curse and I know everybody asks you about that and, yeah. and I because I couldn't do it without it one once I couldn't I, I didn't, we're not going to take it without saying f- <laughs> so uh, so I
10: mean is this almost a conscious decision not to do actually it, it was more uh, Mike and I write all the lyrics together and you know there were times where I was like this would be like this is what I have in my head and I just want to yell you know go f- and shoot yourself in the face you know what I mean yeah and, sure uh, sure and, that uh, says at all <laughs> time you know and when, I, when I come when I come to the studio or like, you know, <laughs> I want to kill you again, or huh? something. <laughs> but what turns out was we kind of thought that was a little too vague. We wanted to get way more descriptive on what we were actually talking about. We wanted to be as sincere and honest about what easy. we were trying to do. Yeah, because there's two of us writing, and we are not we don't live the same lives. We don't have the same experiences. So if I'm if I'm coming from someplace and Mike's coming from somewhere else, lyrically we have to be able to find the happy media and... and m- Mike would not yell, I want to go shoot yourself in the face, even though I will. So we had to find something where we can be congruent. And we just decided to delve even further into f*** you and figure out what I was really trying to say in that sentence. And I would write that out instead. You know even know though
0: me? I mean, I'm mean i a big fan of the F word, it is, in a way, a crutch. It's a very vague. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a crutch. You know? And like sometimes when I'm mad at somebody, my initial reaction, and I want to like tell them off, is to say, you know what, F you, yeah. mother F I'm saying, all right, but now I've changed it. The whole thing, I've brought it down to another level. What I really want to say to them, what well, well, can, can I tell them off without right. cursing at them? Makes you work harder. Really, it does. Yeah. And then you want to say, and "Hey, also- don't spit in my beer." You Jerk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> as soon as you bring in the curse words, it takes it to another. I, no, I mean, I'm a big cursor, but I was just curious about that. I, mean, I did love did cursing did too.
9: I think it's great. But, you know. The, the record company saves two cents per album
0: if they don't have to put a, <laughs> put a
3: little sticker on, on there. Got so far, it
0: saves two cents and use the word tertiary. So you're the businessman of the band. <laughs> no, that would be Brad. Well. <laughs> that would be Brad. He said congruent. He said congruent.
10: These guys are, like, way smarter than this We're just putting on a front so that we, you know, feel better about ourselves. No, no, we You could be done to have. I did angry and still be smart.
1: Everybody's <laughs> been smart so far. Yeah, no. Wait. Oh,
10: wait till you meet Dave from Disturbed. The guy's like, Oh, we
1: already did. Yeah, Dictionary.
0: No, but, yeah. but everyone's always so stunned, you know. I'm doing radio now. Whoa, whoa he's really intelligent. We're not going to be idiots. Yeah. We play this music because we want to. Not because it's the only thing we, we can <laughs> do. It's what we're passionate about and what we love. Now, these guys are from L.A.? Yes, we are from Last LA. time I was out in L.A., now, this was a couple, few years ago, I was like saddened. Because I hadn't been there in like five, six years, and I was like, God, this is a shell of the town it once was. I mean, in the 80s, -hmm. you know what it was. It was It was the home of 80s rock and roll, the capital of heavy metal and glam rock, hair bands, whatever now with a band like yourself breaking out is the scene starting to come back over there
10: it's kind of funny like we tried to av- we tried to avoid well not really on purpose but we, we kind of did in a way try to avoid on purpose getting mixed up in the LA scene you know what I mean yeah well, we,
0: we, we were that like that became almost a parody of itself in the music industry anyway
10: yeah I mean we were like okay um, we could go compete with all these other bands that have been around for years whatever and you know worry about trying to get a, a fan base really fast and play all these gigs or whatever we we're like that's kind of pointless if the songs suck. <laughs> you know what I mean, so right, look, right, we right, right. we spent all our time in the closet writing songs and recording and fine tuning the way we wrote. And are you how saying now performed. you're out of the closet. Yeah, in the closet <laughs> was yes. a weird, a weird, yes.
1: Not you heard wrong fresh, with it here first, folks. I'm saying that me
10: and, me and Stefano are now a piece. <laughs> we're a unit. Yes.
0: We're talking with Chester and Phoenix from Lincoln Park. All right, this is the last thing I want to ask you guys because it's kind of becoming a a theme. But uh, Beth, who is uh, is a virgin to the Ozfest mm-hmm. environments—it's not her particular cup of tea. <laughs> Although she did own my album, "Stay Hungry," uh-huh. rock on, sister. I think and, uh, you all you're have.
1: pretty much turned me off to the genre. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: right,
1: skipped right to you two after that. She,
0: uh, she's noticing that lack of tattoos stands out more here yeah. than having tattoos. Right, I tried to you know blend in with the crowd. And uh, No, no, that's no <laughs> accusation there. But are you tattoo-less? I'm tattoo-less.
10: I'm the only guy in the band with tattoos. Wow. Are you?
0: Yes. Is that a statement? Like, we met with David from uh, Disturbed. Mm-hmm. Dave was like, I'm Jewish, and we don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, okay.
9: A couple of the guys in our band are Jewish, and that's why they wouldn't okay. ever get tattoos. But for me, I think... I always I liked them and stuff but I never could really decide what I want. And then I got got to a certain point where I was like, If I get one now it's just gonna be kinda lame, you know, like right, you guess <laughs> a certain I came point. home now like with tattoos, like b- all my friends back home, my girlfriend would just and be like Who the, like, what the hell what are
10: you are doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, I can see that. I mean I've always I've always thought tattoos like for me were like really cool. I've always thought they were like beautiful if they were done right. I've never been a big fan of like the Tasmanian devil tattoo. Or like, you know it, cover up. He may or, insult, insult a lot of people. <laughs> you know. Hey, no, you know hey I mean, get real, go get Standard. it covered up. You know what I mean? Don't <laughs> don't kid yourself. That stuff. They call it
0: um I don't
10: know when you go flash
0: flash. Yeah. The stuff on the wall. Yeah, yeah I have a funny my my Al Petrelli is in Megadeth now. And he'll go to any tattoo parlor without any idea, walk in and he'll go, Yeah, give me that fire hydrant set on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why Because I don't know, no big no biggie. It's forever.
10: Yeah, it's forever, Yeah, but it's, it's,
0: it's on fire. I'm like I don't care what, I don't care if it's got Sparkles shooting out of it It's a freaking fire hydrant I want the foghorn leghorn On my head <laughs>
10: Exactly <laughs> What is that? Exactly <laughs> Dark side cover up so, <laughs> yeah, I, I try to get all philosophical the traditional and, you, you, know, dark sides work. you really can't I just like it because For the art you know, I mm-hmm. try to pin some type of now Personal nice stuff pieces. to it But that you know what nice. I mean It's like at this point you know, I've set milestones for myself I say Any band that I ever Go platinum in I'm gonna get that tattooed on me because that's gonna be the biggest achievement of my of my life. That's my, always been my dream. You know what I mean? That's a good it happened. reason. It got done. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah. So it's like you know those kinds of things Pretty happen. Few,
0: well, it's great talking to you guys. The new album is Hybrid Theory. So it's great talking to you guys. It was nice meeting Thanks you. Thanks for having us. D.
10: Snyder in. Radio. What's up, everyone? This is Chester. This is Phoenix from Lincoln Park, and you are listening to the rockinest show ever, the D. D. Snyder Radio Show. You can call me Steve Snyder.
6: <laughs> the Steve, the I have
10: I have uh, dyslexia. On
6: radio 104. WNRQ.
0: We're back. Those guys are all right. They did look like Backstreet Boys, though, didn't they?
1: <laughs> they didn't look like a lot of the other musicians gathered for the day at Ozfest.
0: Yeah, yeah. They have a certain degree of problems. That that rumor is rampant, and uh, it, it appears. I mean, I watched this set and. Uh, um, although they sounded great, there was sort of a mixed interest in them. I know there's a certain body of the metal community who are very suspicious of them because of this rumor. Can't they, they, they
1: just ca- rock and be accepted?
0: Right, I guess, uh, well, theoretically, they should be. The one, I don't, which one was the one with the tattoos? Uh, doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, Justin. Chester.
1: Chester. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, he looked like uh, one of the guys, definitely, from the one who's, who's the one that's going out with Britney Spears? He looked like her. That's Justin like Timberlake, D? <laughs> yeah. She, oh. He looked, that guy. Do you think so, Nick?
2: I, yeah, I guess so, but I must say, I, I was really impressed with their set. There's one set that I really did get to see them actually play a few songs. I mean, they're... They impressed me. They rock. And I, I you look like oh, yeah. you could be in that band. <laughs> yeah. They look young. They look mm-hmm. like kids out there. But um, I think Beth made a comment. I can't believe that that voice could come out of someone who looks like they're 15 mm. years old, you know? But I, I was really impressed with them. I, I think it's a. I, I mean, a lot of you old school guys are pretty. I, I mean, that's intimidating, D, for a band like that. I mean, they're playing with Sabbath, you know? And. And for a oh, band yeah. like Linkin Park, those guys look like they're teenagers compared to, you know, you old schoolers. And mm. I, I must say that I was really
0: impressed with their set.
2: Well, well, I also- really like this
0: stuff a lot. Yeah. You know, and, and I actually, I know the tour manager and I asked him, it turned out, this is a guy, remember I introduced you to him, Stefano? Yes. We grew up together. And I asked him on the side, I said, so what's the deal, <coughs> these guys really put together? He says, no way, man. This is an actual band, that's just a rumor. He would have told me.
1: I don't Jealousy. Know if I I'm outed sure him. it was started.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I would have outed him on the air if, I, if he told me confidentially. I probably wouldn't have, but I will tell you that he did tell me no. So, uh, you know, it's just, uh, hey, it, it's not their fault they're cutesy. And chicks dig them, right? It's not their fault. All the ugly guys are pissed. And Nick, you liked them because you could have been in the band. Best right. <laughs> right oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been pissed us <laughs> <laughs> up there on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> crawling you want to get out there you know <laughs> grabbing your crotch and everything doing that's thirst, right. thirst mm-hmm. <laughs> dursting it on the stage yeah okay taking a break coming back uh news is next beth what's going on out there
1: right before i tell you about the news i want to thank the john and minnie show who sent me a really nice youtube oh, book the yeah, stories cool. behind every song which oh. i just can't wait to dig into later today get to the bottom of some things uh first i'll tell you a story that will be of interest to everybody who's getting psyched for football and training camp uh minnesota viking died this morning i'll tell you what happened and uh, who he was when we get back wow also if you're a dog owner a study shows that you may be a domineering type of person three-year-old gets a hole in one designer barf bags may be coming to a plane near you (laughs) If you were over in the Gulf War, Gulf War Syndrome might not be your only problem. I'll tell you about something else that seems to be developing. And also, John Cusack for president. There's a movement.
0: Well, I certainly could not endorse that, but uh, I'm curious <laughs> who would. All right, and uh, we got some reaction as well to uh, Hypothetically, which we did yesterday, and people seem to really enjoy it. So do stick around for more d Radio. This is Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ Waterbury Hartford. Are you
6: offended? He has a name. You call him by his name. B. Snyder Radio. Got it. Your transportation provided by Peter Van Bussler. There's
1: there's something.
6: Radio 104. Now back to B. Snyder Radio. All 666-4444. Focus your attitude. On Radio 104.
0: Check this out, Beth. Everybody check this out. Subject D, Euro saves the day, a true story. I just wanted to share with you my experience from the other night. I was on my way from Groton, Connecticut to my job in Waterbury, running low in fuel, hoping I'd make it to a gas station along the way in Middletown. The gas needle was above the E mark, so I figured I'd have no problems making it to Middletown since I was only like 10 miles away. I didn't. And of course, I ran out of gas at 10 p.m. at night in the middle of nowhere on Route 9 at Exit 10. I've got no cell phone and no means of contacting anyone. Picture this, a six foot one, 350-plus pound man with facial scruff from not shaving for two days, standing alongside the road waving his arms frantically at every car passing by. Would you stop? I know I'd never even give it a second thought. <laughs> Anyway, after about a half hour of doing this and almost giving up, a person did stop by, called my roadside emergency service from their cell phone, allowed me to call my job, stayed with me until I got confirmation that help was on its way. As we were waiting, he mentioned that he saw the D-Euro sticker on the back of his van, and that's what made him stop. Ralph from Agawam, Massachusetts, if you're listening, thank you very much, man. You were a great help. And more importantly, thank you, D, for having such an impact on this great area that someone would stop to help after noticing your Euro. A very proud peep, Jim from Ansonia. Yeah! It's a friggin' brother and sisterhood, mm-hmm. Beth. I know. It, you know, seriously, you see the D Euro, I think it speaks volumes for the type of person you are. You listen to D of Radio? it separates you from the rest okay and I've heard we've had tons more stories like this I actually pulled up on a guy over the D Euro and I figured give him a thrill you know and I pulled up and I'm honking my horn and he just sort of looked at me and gave me a matter of fact thumbs up you know but like it was like yeah I know D yeah man but he didn't know it was me (laughs) because I'm thumbs up and I'm like a wild man I said he must get people pulling up on him all the time giving him a thumbs up it's just like he's used to it by now thought that was cool you need a D Euro for your car Little white oval says D E E. Don't mean nothing. And there's plenty of places you can get them. The entire list is online at radio104.com. Just click on the D Euro on our on our page, our part of the website, and the whole list—like 75 locations—will open up. Here are some new Euro locations near you. In Ansonia, you get them at Family Laundry in Branford at Branford Hobbies and Strategic Environmental Solutions. In Clinton, pick them up at Aragone Detailing LLC. In Danbury, at Gateway Country and H&D Automotive. In New Britain, they're at Sherman Williams Paint Store. In New Haven, Ted's Auto Center and Westville Gourmet have got them. In Stores, they're at Bird Dog Liquors. In Trumbull, Lake and Main Service Center's got them. In Vernon, they're at We Are Wireless. In Waterbury, Town Plot Spirit Shop and Skate the Planets got them. In Watertown, you can pick them up at Depot Squares Wine and Liquors. In Cavallo's Italian Specialty Shop Slash Deli in the Oakville section of Watertown. In West Hartford, they're at the Racket Coop. In Agawam, Mass at Country Jeep. In Amherst, Mass at Mailboxes, Etc. And it's Sag Harbor, Long Island at Tight Line Tackle. Like I said, these aren't the only locations. The entire list you can find at Radio104.com. Get your Euro now. Beth Lockwood, what do you got there?
1: Well, why not head down to the pavilion on the beach in Old Lyme today and join our very own Wilkow. He and the Amstel Beach Patroler down there for a live broadcast. From 10 to 3 today, the weather is supposed to be... Gorgeous. A wonderful beach day. And you can walk away with a customized Amstel postcard with your picture on it. Pretty neat. Live music on the deck and Radio 104 Fest tickets. So say hello to Wilkow. Tell him what you think about life. You know, he has his own interesting view. Agree? Disagree? Have a good time. That's at the pavilion on the beach in Old Lime today from 10 to 3 with Wilkow.
0: Yeah, definitely stop down. Hey, Brad from Windsor's on the phone. Brad, was that you a thumbs up? Yeah, it was. Oh, you you, know, I, when you, go ahead, go ahead, because when you thumbs up me, it was like, oh, uh, you just, you know, you, like anybody no, no, who just pulled no, no. up knew on you. I you were.
5: I just, I won the Family Feud that week, and I put that sticker on my car that morning.
0: <laughs> and I was just coming from Cracker Barrel, and I was with the fam, and I'm going, and I see the car, and Suzanne says, hey, let's pull up on him, and, and, and give him the thumbs up. And then you just sort of matter-of-factly gave me the thumbs up. Do other people give you the thumbs up, Brad?
3: Yeah, they do.
0: Okay, they, right yeah, on.
3: people do, yeah. You know, and, and now you just...
0: Laugh. Go ahead. No, you said your kids laughed. My kids laughed at me when I put it on there. Then when I told them, you waved at me and stuff. They didn't believe me. <laughs> that was me, man. Uh, and you know what? Actually, well, I didn't have a chance to write that. Hold on a second, because what I do when I spot cars with the sticker on there, I like give people prize packs and stuff. You know, so and I write down their numbers. Oh, this guy's already got a prize pack, Sean. Yeah, I got
2: it
11: from
0: yeah. the Family Feud. All right, I'll get you set up then, man. Right, thanks for calling in, Brad. Yeah, you know, I see people with the sticker. I got to pull up on them, right, Beth? Sure, of course. All right, listen to this. Okay. We got some reaction, hypothetically. Big reaction. New feature on D Snider Radio. Uh Sona woman wrote in and says, D, I I never thought I'd be supporting Nick. A lot of that's going on lately, Nick. But I really think his response to the hypothetical question, "If you had to, how would you go about getting fired?" was the best of the bunch. Locking the studio, running a loop of Rage Against the Machine, and crapping on the boss's desk is old school. I did like Beth's response, however. She'd bring a weapon to the office. Mm-hmm. It's so absurd, though. It's, uh, it's absurd, though. I think the bosses would figure out what she was trying to do, and they'd refuse to fire her.
3: Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> hmm.
0: They would buy it for a hot second, Beth. Beth's got a weapon. She's going to snap.
1: It's sent under any circumstances. Dismissal. Immediate.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, keep that in mind, Beth. Uh, Diesel Doug writes in uh, regarding Nick with broken arms. Remember that hypothetical question? I do. It's hard to imagine Nick trying to wipe himself with broken arms. What's more alarming is how would he keep his sanity if he couldn't masturbate each morning?
3: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) forgot about that one. Damn. Oh. Sounds like a job for Sean. Oh. <laughs> I don't uh, even think Sean's that dedicated to his job. No,
11: no, that's where I draw the line, i I'm sorry.
0: Okay, Eric from Waterbury writes in, uh, here's a few ways to get Nick fired from work, how you can get fired, some other suggestions, okay? Uh, one, try to defend yourself on the air about drinking and driving to the host. <laughs> no, that didn't work. Yeah. Wait a minute. Two, stick a bottle in your butt and then talk about it on the air. Wait, that didn't work. Three, have a man show that dropped the ratings like 50%. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, I know, book a guest like Chris Benoit, whatever that guy's name was. And, oh, wait, that didn't work. Oh, I know, drink your own pee live on the radio. Uh, that didn't work either. <laughs> Damn, Nick must be bulletproof. Foiled the dance. <laughs> He also says he went to a NASCAR race in Pennsylvania. and He saw like 25 D stickers at the race. Somebody else wrote me about that. And he says then a lot of, some of them were on different states' license plates as well. My people like cars.
1: Either that or somebody peppered the parking lot.
0: (laughs) True, that works too. (laughs) Allison in Wonderland writes, it says, D, regarding your new feature, hypothetically, I think it's a great piece. Klepto Kyle's question had me busting a gut. It was a good one, Kyle. Oh, here, the UK kid is, um, actually says uh, these hypothetical questions are all well and good, but I don't think the answers are really what would happen in reality if the situation posed itself. The answer Beth gave about not having sex with Nick if they were the only people left on Earth, I think that's probably not true. And the precursor one about Sean being bitten by a snake on his penis and having to die because nobody would help him, that's also crap. Oh, I think you, you got a little that too wrong, far there. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe none of you would help me out. I don't think we'd have to. I'm sure you've mastered the art of flating yourself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's gross.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh, the last one here says from Glow. Uh, it says, I have you noticed yesterday when you did hypothetically, I was just wondering, did anyone else besides me notice how fast Nick came up with his idea on how he was going to lose his job? No hesitation, no thought put into it. He knew what he was going to do, even what song was going to be playing <laughs> and whose desk he was going to crap on. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like this kid's been putting some thought into this. Just an observation. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know sense. what? We've yeah. Uh, you know, we've only got a little time left. Uh, I'm sorry. The show could go on to 11 a.m. Uh, you have a couple of key stories, Beth. That well, maybe we could do.
1: I want to tell you some that I did tease that I think are important. And the first one is that um, let's talk. The Minnesota Vikings say that right tackle Corey Stringer died this morning due to complications from heat stroke of all things. He developed wow. symptoms including weakness and in rapid breathing following their morning practice yesterday. Team says he was unresponsive when he arrived at the hospital, and they had a temperature of over <laughs> one hundred eight degrees. <laughs>
0: I gotta tell you, those you know, those summer sessions that you guys do, even on a high school level and junior high level, and they get you out there and you know in August in the blistering sun, and they have you, you know, what, what do you call them, triple sessions, Nick? Double, or double sessions, s- yeah. The, that's I'm surprised more people don't drop dead.
2: Yeah, well, I, I mean, in the NFL, at least those guys are a little pampered because, especially someone like Stringer, who's the number one draft pick, has a huge contract in something. But I'm surprised it doesn't happen more in high school because you get old school coaches who have been there forever. They, I mean, now they're much better about water than they've been in the past. But it sucks because you're, I mean, you really have to replenish fluids. I've seen kids drop on a on a dime plenty of times, and. Yeah. Uh, it, it sucks it really sucks they're
1: having a huge heat
2: wave out in the Midwest Corey Stringer is awesome I, is he, I'm not familiar with him Has oh it, my he's god he's playing? unbelievable yeah he, he, I mean he was yeah, yeah I guess so that's sad really that's sad. sad Yeah, I mean he's an all pro player
0: What else we got, Beth? (laughs)
1: Um, On that note, uh, one other story I told you about is that dog owners are apparently more domineering than are non-dog owners. According to a survey done by German sociologists, over 500 people were surveyed for social behavioral tendencies, and those who were more domineering were more likely to be dog owners. What they don't know is that if Owning a dog causes you to be domineering, or if domineering people are just drawn to dog ownership.
0: Now, do they qualify that at all with how trained the dog is? Because my brother Matt, he's like, he trains his dogs like insanely. I mean, like he, you know, teaches them German and he has all these commands, and he's like, really, like a mental case when it comes to training the dog
1: i really me, think that your brother is a special case
0: right what i'm saying yeah. but me my dogs i don't have one currently but i've had a few they don't know one trick <laughs> <laughs> they don't know anything okay. they don't know how to sit stay roll over fetch nothing i don't believe in you know like like you know teach them i don't teach you know adults tricks so why do i teach a dog a trick treat them like people you know, I talk to my like people. I treat them like people. So I, I would think that that would reflect on how domineering you really are. Now, Dark side. I didn't see Loki. Does he uh, walk in, on two legs and stuff like that, or <laughs> what? Trained him?
4: No, we did take him to obedience classes for a while there. Um, but no, nah, he doesn't do any tricks or anything. He listens to me, but he doesn't do like tricks or nothing. Yeah,
1: but it's not but just it how it. domineering you are over the dog. It's that if you own a dog, no matter what the dog is like, that you are more domineering in general.
0: I would think that needs to be refined. I would think the type of dog would show a degree of domineering, how mm. trained the dog is. Look at Dark side. He's got, a, he's got like, a, it's almost gay. He's got like, a, what? A, a girl dog? Little, uh, it's a it's girl a, dog.
4: Oh, you guys are so wrong. It is not uh, a girl a, dog. I've it's seen, I've seen, seen all.
0: it. I've seen it. Yeah. It's a little puffball. You see totally. like some, mm some fashion model
4: walking dude he's badass he bit somebody he's badass he
1: nipped somebody
4: (laughs) no he's my dog is badass looking at me looks almost like did he even
1: break the skin
4: yeah <laughs> he's, like, he's almost, he's almost wolf-like, oh, what? wolf like, seriously. My dog is badass. Are you kidding me? Oh, you guys were over the house it's the other day. You saw how mean he looks. Oh, he's a mean-looking mean looking little dog.
2: Mean? It's a little fur ball. It's a, a fur big ball. fur ball. He's badass. It's just a white badass. It's it's a, he's white. like a big cotton ball. You could punt that dog. My
4: dog's badass. I don't want to hear another word. Uh, about I
2: it. could uh, it. punt that dog. No, you
4: couldn't. My dog would kill you guys. It's disrespectful, too. It
2: comes that you walk in, the thing's smelling your balls and stuff. It's all over
0: the place. She's only uh, like ankle high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, my miniature dog. Oh, my dog's badass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, sure he is.
1: <laughs> Three-year-old in California may have become the youngest person ever to score a hole in one in golf. Jack Payne's ace came at the 66 yard par three sixth hole at the Lake Forest Golf and Practice Course in California. Jake used a Snoopy driver. <laughs> this is more evidence, golfers, that
0: it's
1: not the tough, 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 grueling sport. Some
0: people say that a three-year-old with a Snoopy driver is competitive. <laughs> it's not really a sport.
1: The Guinness sport record book shows the current holder is five years old. So little Jake's father is going to petition Guinness to have his son put in the record book.
0: Sounds like a uh, Tiger Woods in the making, right there. Got a good name,
1: yeah, Jake Payne. That's what the dad thinks.
0: Either that or a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> Jake Payne. That could be. A, that's a badass. That's a badass name. He should have a quichon for a dog. <laughs> with that badass name.
1: Uh, just uh, two more things. Gulf War Syndrome apparently isn't the only problem that some veterans of that war have to deal with. Acne may also be a problem. A California dermatologist says Gulf War veterans are prone to skin conditions like topical acne, which may be caused by their time spent overseas. It says 11 years after the conflict, dermatologists are still treating veterans for the condition, which shows, which shows up as large inflamed nodules on the body and buttocks.
4: Wow.
1: Aside from the acne, that soldiers
4: who a- in
1: the Gulf also have increased cases of fungal infections, Inflamed hair follicles and scaling of the skin. That stinks.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's a shame. Yeah, it's, it's really a drag too. Yucky. Yeah, but you I grew know. some nice bends. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's oh, in a little oh, silver lining. Uh,
0: positive. That's a yeah, silver lining. Right positive right side are. effect. Uh, hey, that three-year-old kid is yes. so in the Guinness Book for hitting you know, a sixty-six-yard hold of one. He might be. Yesterday, when I was practicing for the pitch, first pitch of the uh, the Rockhats game, Cheyenne threw me a 98 mile an hour fastball. I <laughs> <laughs> think that gets her in. Ooh, She's four. She put a English
1: on it, <laughs> Cheyenne. Heat. Yeah. And finally, a new website is launching a campaign to get actor John Cusack elected president of the United States. Junction citycom City dot com is run by a former political consultant for the Democratic Party, Dan Carroll. He says. He made tough decisions in gross point blank. He couldn't be bought in eight men out, and he's cooler than John Malkovich. We like his policies so far. It also says, we figure that if Ronald Reagan can be president and Warren Beatty thinks he can, then why not a guy like John Cusack? Sett also offers an alternative, saying, we also like his sister Joan a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Decide for yourself.
0: It sounds like a, a Six Degrees of Separation stunt again from Kevin Bacon. Remember that thing right. that, that started sweeping the nation? I mean, because he's good in the movies. I thought it was serious there for a second. Well, I think I'll actually finish. I have a letter here that I didn't get to read from Doc B. And he was uh, reacting. Actually, this came in the other day. I haven't got to it. It said on Saturday, dark, during Dark Side's weekly recap show, you know, D-Side Radio Encore, you heard a segment segment about my annual medical exam and the cards that I was given to collect stool specimens. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you, you said, somebody basically said how much worse can it get than having like a man stick his finger in your butt? I said, well, worse is taking a dump and having to bend over the bowl afterwards and with an ice cream stick and take a hunk of your own crap and smear it on this card. Okay, it's just... It's just Age is just fabulous, I'll tell you. It just gets better and better. So, um, he says, you mentioned that you couldn't imagine what kind of lowlife got stuck with the job of testing these specimens. (laughs) Well, D, in my office, the loser who tests the stool samples would be moi. (laughs) Yes, I don't get paid the big bucks for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, (laughs) it goes right back to the doctor that you had the uh, physical from. He has to check the duty. All those years of medical school. He says, indeed, actually, it's worse than you can imagine. I really appreciate the patients who submit cards with excrement dripping out the side.
1: Oh
0: <laughs> or all over the card. <laughs> See, it's like, a, I'll explain it to you. It's like a matchbook kind of shape thing. And you're supposed to open it up and it's a little area. And you're just supposed to put a little... Sample, you know, just a little smear in the middle. And then you close the cover, put it in the envelope, and mail it back to them. You put it in okay? the mail. You mail it, yeah. You mail it, or you drop it by the office. Yeah, it's it's in it's in right. It says So he says people submit cards with excrement dripping out the side. It says just a little taste. Doesn't so to speak.
1: I a what about page? what about the poor postman?
0: Oh my god! Well, it's, well, no, it's out of this little matchbook thing. It's dripping out. And then or else the card's got it smeared all over it. And Dr. B says, even better are the patients who send them in a plain envelope instead of the one that they have set up for you. So it just comes, arrives just like a letter. Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) You get a letter and you open it up and there's duty in it oh man says you guys deserve to have to go fishing in the toilet bowl for what I have to go through processing this test
3: what the hell is that smell (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's from Doc B so there's your answer as to who gets to test these those things
1: so Doc B is the low life
0: Sorry, Doc B. <laughs> Sorry about that low-life crack. I mean, hope <laughs> you didn't take it personally. Okay. Well, what do we learn today is next? 860 666 That's the number to call. And tell us what you learned from today's show. And if we like it, you'll get a D-Sider Radio prize pack. Isn't that right, Nick?
2: Yes, it is, D. But uh, while we get into commercials here, people could watch you on MTV now. They're playing, we're not going to take it. <laughs>
0: Old school, right now. the turn
2: on
0: the TV. Right now, is CHA <laughs> banging the drums. Uh, what do we learn today is next? It's T Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. T Snyder Radio.
6: You'll make it yours as well. Call D now. 666 4444. That's the whole idea. Radio 104. We had a uh, breakdown here. Now back to Radio. Stop fucking
3: right now! What do you
0: mean?
6: Who are you? The Snyder Radio on Radio 104.
3: Hey,
0: was that... Gulf War story meaning that Sean might start breaking out and boils and stuff all over his ass?
1: No, but he may have spontaneous paper cuts <laughs> just no. up left and right. <laughs> Laugh
11: at you, Will, but, you know, I was stateside support. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a veteran. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> Were you serving during the war?
11: Yes, I was. Oh, wow, I
1: guess you technically are a veteran, right? Yeah,
11: well, I, t- I was one of the people that helped
4: activate <laughs> troops to go overseas. <laughs> You're a veteran as much as my dog's a badass. about that.
11: Yeah, I don't even want to no. hear it from somebody he who hit served be- Dark Side. Yeah. You can't take yeah, that you away. You hit from behind your mama's apron strings.
1: Mommy, don't let him take yeah, let's me. Let's not away. get into the fact that you made your mom <laughs> send away the recruiting <laughs> officer while you hid upstairs, call, yeah, oh, Dark Side.
0: No, <laughs> Dark yeah. Quiet, Dark Side. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, uh, I think it's time to get this thing going. Let's do a little singing. what we learned what we learned today what we learned what we learn, what we learned today. Learn, learn, learn today let's talk to elizabeth from windsor good morning elizabeth
1: hi um my dad he was just on the radio and he
3: and um we thought our dad was lying about seeing d snyder but he really wasn't <laughs> your dad wouldn't
0: lie elizabeth see your dad's not a liar yeah he really did yeah, I was waving to him and everything I didn't know he, I didn't think that he knew it was me But But he I think he You know what I think, Elizabeth? What? I think when he first was waving to him He didn't Recognize me You know, he had a baseball hat on But then when I dro- As I drove away I think he realized that it was me But yeah, he wasn't lying to you He was telling the truth How old are you, Elizabeth?
3: 11
0: 11 years old Cool, I got 11-year-old too Alright, Elizabeth Hold on a second See, she learned something good She learned her dad's not a liar All That's right. a good thing to learn well, 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 Beth Rockwood.
1: I learned that learn? There's a scientific explanation for why you guys are so in love with your grills. Because it it's primal.
0: It's pri- everything's primal, yeah. Beth. Yeah. That's why we're so in love with our women. It's primal. We have got to do certain things. We're hunter-gatherers, Beth. Yeah. We're procreators, Beth. We can't help ourselves. But we try to domesticate ourselves, make us more acceptable to you ladies. Thank you. Otherwise, we just be grunting and setting stuff on fire and having sex all the time. Uh, Let's talk to Brian from Waterbury. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Dave. How's it going, man? What did you learn today? Okay, I learned that the highlight of 104 Fest will be at
5: the end of the fault line set when Sean lifts his shirt up and does the truffle shuffle like the fat kid in Goonies.
0: <laughs> 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 That's good stuff. Yeah. All right, then. Well, I don't remember the truffle shuffle. What was that? What was the truffle shuffle? I remember? Mm. Let me ask Brian. Brian, what was the truffle shuffle?
5: Uh, that was Chunk when he wanted to get into uh, the house where all the kids were, and they said, you got to do the truffle shuffle first, so he had
0: to lift his shirt up and shake himself.
7: <laughs> Funny!
0: Very amusing. <laughs> yeah, that's just it, folks. 25th band, our very own Sean and Faultline, or the Faultlines, as they're sometimes known. <laughs> Darkside Dave. <laughs> what did you learn?
4: You badass. I learned that Nick and Sean are no longer allowed to my house anymore. Like, ever. I don't want you guys over my house anymore. Good. Why is that? Because. Well, because. They come over, and they start making fun of my home decor and my decorations and pictures and stuff like that. And now they're making like fun the of new
0: my picture that I gave you from. Uh, I, I actually gave uh, gave um, Darkside the picture that I won today on Saganzivaz. Oh,
4: I got the perfect space for that. Yeah, I'm you seem to really to like it. Yeah, it's so, a nice yeah. picture and everything. But yeah. no, they're they, they're they're a holes. They come over, they make fun of my stuff, and then now they're making fun of my dog.
1: You have to hear the story Excuse behind me. the story about his decor. D. He's. He's not the victim, he seems to be.
4: Oh, you're. Oh. it's a cool picture of a squirrel.
1: He comes in here yesterday and said, you know, I had them over my house. I have this really nice picture of a squirrel in my bathroom. They're making fun of it. So I'm thinking that it's this framed Ansel Adams type of black and white shot of a squirrel in nature. I come what to find out today, it's a photocopy of a squirrel. Someone sent him on the internet that is the squirrel displaying its privates. It's just up there with tape on the wall in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> Michelle allows that. That's,
1: That's exactly what I said.
4: <laughs> I don't think she wanted it on the fridge. <laughs> I had to put it somewhere. But still, it's you know, it's funny. You're sitting there, you look up, and there
0: it is. It's something to laugh at, you know.
4: Oh, and these oh. guys are making fun of everything. Making fun. of My, my dog is badass. I don't want to hear another word.
0: You guys aren't allowed over. You it know anymore. what's really good too. A picture of the uh, these dogs sitting at a table playing poker. I have That's that. Really funny. I have it in my basement.
1: <laughs> Nick's freaking out because he's not allowed at your house anymore. You'll be oh, all right, yeah. Nick. You're fed off, man. I don't know. How I'm
0: gonna manage. How what I a bummer. Not. No more. Yeah, but you also gotta path. understand. You got two guys who have no home making fun of a guy who has a home. So <laughs> yeah, at <laughs> least I got that?
4: a wall in the bathroom to put the picture of the squirrels nuts up.
0: Dark has I mean, Nick's got some pictures on the inside of his trunk. That's nice stuff. All right, Tim from Southington's on the phone. Tim, it's D. Hey, D, what's up? How you doing, man? So, well, what'd you learn today?
5: Um, Today I learned that you were wrong, that Sean could self filate because if he could, he wouldn't leave the house.
0: (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. What is this? This (laughs) <laughs> this is the let let's abuse Sean. What do we learn today?
1: Keep in mind, Psycho
0: screws the calls, Sean. Special Ozfest edition.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, look who's over there, little Nicky Lentino. Just got your eyes glued to that MTV, don't you? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I love this.
2: What's going on? They're right in the smack in the middle of '84 right now, D. When you look at
1: Van Halen's jump without the sound, it looks ridiculous. It looks pretty
2: silly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <A> crappy video. <laughs>
1: David Lee is just voguing for the camera. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, that's funny, dark side. Uh, D. Beth always tips me to things, and thank you, Beth. I found out today, this is what I learned, that women think about sex 48 minutes a day and their hair the rest of the time. So what? It
0: was, it was 43 minutes. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, anyway, what I'm going to do is, first of all, I'm going to compliment women on their hair more often than I do now. And I'm going to find out or try to hone in on what, Forty-three minutes of the day they're actually thinking about sex. So interesting. Ain't Just gonna having to be, be there in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna map this all out for all the, you know, females in the building. So I think this will work well. Thank you, Beth. Because what I could do is, if they're at different times, I'll be like, oh, she thinks about sex between like nine and ten in the morning, and then she thinks about sex between one and two in the afternoon. You know, and it goes on and on and on. So I think I could line up full days worth of like hanging out with women yeah. who are thinking about sex I'm happy to help so thank you
1: Beth
0: no problem okay uh, no 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 I think it's a great plan you know it's useless on me I'm just trying to figure out the four minutes that Suzette's thinking about sex (laughs) Uh, because she's thinking about her hair most of the rest of the day and the kids okay let's talk to is it Nila Nila I gotta get the pronunciation how do you pronounce your name Nyla Nyla from Ansonia hi Nyla
5: Hi, V. How you doing?
0: I'm good. Are you going to insult Sean, too? No, I'm not. (laughs) Uh, uh, What did you learn today, Nyla?
5: I learned that Nick is uh, one step close to the edge, and he's about to break. And uh, some unlucky person better keep their office door locked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, that's a good one. Nyla, yes, who will be that unlucky person? I noticed Todd Thomas locks his up real good and tight (laughs) at the end of each day. Double
1: bolted. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah, double bolted. You know, Manuel's pretty comfortable with his door, though. It's usually kind of open. And Paula. But Todd you know, like triple lock bolted you know he's got his own home locks put in there he's got that door stopper <laughs> up <the> wedged <window laughs> against it, a chair he goes out through the window each night
3: silverman <laughs> <laughs>
0: no one's crapping on his desk all right well i learned a couple things i learned from the interview with Lincoln park that they're not a boy band Surprise, surprise! And I have that on, you know, inside track on that. I mean, even though they are kind of cutesy and stuff, that they're legit. And uh, Nick, you could be in a Link- Lincoln Park. Obviously, they already have a band. So what about Long Meadow Park? How's that work for you? Uh, I could start something up there, Long
2: Meadow Park.
0: Yeah, yeah. Long Meadow Park. We're badasses. Yeah, on <laughs> <Yeah>. Meadow <laughs> troublemakers. <laughs> Got something to complain about? Daddy That's just right. cut you off. You know? <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah,
2: deprived. You know, there's a lot of pain there, D. You know, Depri- Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't know what
0: it feels like to be cut off. You know, from your I parents. have No idea. <laughs> I know what it feels like to pay rent in your own house.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet you don't. <laughs> no. All right, Sean. Read them and weep. I know we lost call number one. <laughs>
6: Oh, I love you, suits. It must be a bitch getting a size 68 extra fat. Yeah, I think
0: Elizabeth bailed because her yeah. dad had already won a prize back, which was cool. Thanks a lot, Dad. Oh, well, we'll start so off, What else we got left? We'll start off with Funny Man from Brian from
11: Waterbury. The highlight of 104 Fest will be at the end of the Fall Line set when Sean lifts up his shirt and does the truffle shuffle. Tim from Southington learned that you were wrong about sh- me being able to fillet myself because if I could, I'd never leave the house. And Nyla from Ansonia learned that Nick is one step closer to the edge and he's about to break, and someone better start making sure the office door is locked.
3: Mm. Mm. To be a good ones.
1: Say, since it looks like. Tim's the only one left. We should go
0: with Tim. Tim's the man. I have a feeling about a good feeling about Tim. You are the proud owner of a prize pack, Tim. Oh, thanks, D. And I think you're right on the frickin' money here, okay? Because there was once somebody said well, a comedian said the reason why men don't have breasts is because we never leave the house. If exactly. we did, so so I think same goes for if we could lick our own junk. All right. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Nyla. Thank you, Elizabeth. Only one winner. One line open. Okay. Ah, Will Cow. Will Cow in the wings. He's just pacing in the hallway. That's no, what he does. No, he's
1: down at the uh, the beach, remember?
0: Right. Pacing in the hallway <laughs> before he headed down to the beach. And he's down there right now. he's going to sure be down there all day. Wherever he is. Wherever he is, he's pacing. I actually don't usually see him in the morning.
1: He's at the Pavilion uh, in Old Lime. In case anybody's wondering, you can go on down for a live broadcast.
0: All right, that's great. I'm sure the 104 Fest, uh, the, 104, the 104 Street team will be there. I'll bet they'll have some 104 Fest tickets. I'm guessing.
1: They do.
0: They do. They, uh, they, they usually do for the, at those events. So head on down there. Well, OzFest week continues on D-Snyder Radio. Tomorrow, with an interview with Twiggy from Marilyn Manson. And shame of the OzFest. Nick and Sean nearly got their asses kicked big time for this one. So be sure to tune in. Also, uh, 4 o'clock today, I'm going to be calling into MSNBC. They're doing a 20th anniversary MTV thing on there, and I'm going to be talking on there. If you want to check that out. Tonight, 8 o'clock, MTV's 20th anniversary party. I'll be down there. And uh, um, they're saying that they're going to interview me the first hour or so, because I got to get out of there early. We got a lot going on. Also, Rock Cats is tomorrow night. So if you want to join the party, pick up some tickets if you still can. We're in Section 201. We'll still have some rockats four-packs to give away tomorrow, Nick? Yeah, we'll have our last four-pack to give away tomorrow morning. Okay, so you have a chance there. And do head on over to the Peeps Poll at Radio104.com. Answer this week's um, OzFest-oriented survey questions for Friday's Family Feud. Okay? All right, I think that about covers it. Have a great day, everybody. See you bright and early.